This podcast is brought to you thanks to the generous support of GameMinder. Download GameMinder for free and never miss a video game release date again. GameMinder currently tracks games for all game consoles, PC, and mobile games. games. Download it for free today at GameMinder.com or on the Apple App Store. And GameMinder is now available on the Android Marketplace as well. Y'all laughing at me? Nope. Go ahead. We got one more? You read very well. Read the second one. Can I read it? You want me to read it? I'll read it. Shut up. (laughs) Additional support is provided by Sanchi, makers of fine gaming-inspired merchandise. Looking for swag that is creative and helps celebrate gaming culture? Check out Sanshee.com. That's S-A-N-S-H-E-E.com. For shirts, pins, posters, stickers, and jewelry. Wear the culture with Sanshee. Sanshee is French for without she. It's a podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. That guy specifically badass. called out Joel. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody's uh, first time listening to the podcast, I, I feel like I have to repeat this every now and then. If if we, we play a different theme song every week, if you'd like to submit one, send us a, a, a audio file to podcast at roosterteeth.com. We and should introduce ourselves. None of us are Joel. Uh, uh, we are. Or, I think <laughs> Gavin and I combined are Joel. Yeah. I am Gus Sarola. I'm Bernie Burns. I am Jack Patillo. I am Gavin. Although, according to the awesome <laughs> iTunes promotion that we got this that week. That we love. I am Bernie Verns. Bernie Verns. <laughs> Bernie Verns. Bernie Verns Troyer. There is a weird thing that happens, which is the more effort. We don't put in an effort to anything around here. No, fuck it. But the more effort you put into something, the more likely that, that thing will fuck you over. Oh, yeah. The best example of that was when we had a guy from the Wall Street Journal come down to cover us. God damn. For, <laughs> for making Red versus Blue. I and love my good story. friend Gus here. Drove that guy around, picked him up from the airport, drove him. I carried him to the- his fucking bag. That guy packs like a woman. Okay? That guy has a giant ass bag I had to haul around the airport, put in my fucking trunk. And he drives him to and from the office. He was there for two days with yeah. us. And our office was in Buda at the time. I drove him from one city to another city. Jesus. Then drives him, you know, to eat everything else, then drives him back to the airport, probably carried his bag in to the terminal for him. We ended up on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. He mentioned everybody in the company. He didn't mention Gus. <laughs> I Gus was the runner. It's like, yeah. it's like I didn't exist. Was, like, yeah. That's not even a mention, like an allusion to me or someone that could be like, okay, that was me. Not yeah. even like some Mexican dude it, picked me up. It's like I was invisible. <laughs> it just wrote you out of history. You know, one uh. time I think we mentioned that in a video or something way in the past. And, and no, I'm not even going to say it because I don't want it to happen again. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But that happened to me this week because we, uh, we were voted by iTunes listeners as the best gaming podcast thank you itunes Honestly. listeners thank Yay. you iTunes listeners. If, if we had a soundboard we'd play the clapping hands right now they're here in the strip club all the time well you hear that you hear it's clapping strip club yeah what? give it up for whoever make some noise for yeah, some noise. yeah there you go then... <laughs> she's working hard for you boys <laughs> jack has the perfect dude strip club dj voice i would love to be a strip club dj for like a day like just just give me one shift as a strip club dj i would love to do that it'd be so much fun can you just add love for the rest of the podcast random strip club dj <laughs> Like candy to the main stage. <laughs> we got a two dollar Jagermeister special going on right now, boys. <laughs> I've never been to a strip club. Remember, Saturday night is fight night here at the club. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh. Now here's Jim. Jim Thrill. Make some noise for Ferrari. <laughs> what is the quintessential stripper song? Uh, pour some sugar pour on me. Pour some sugar. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. yeah. It, it's timeless. That, well, it depends. Like, if they have, like, costumes, like, Hot for Teacher is always a good one. You always get, like, the girls <laughs> so, in the plaid skirts. 80s and, rock is what we're getting Yeah, at. 80s rock. The hair metal. Is hair it not embarrassing going to a strip club? Like, if you just say, I went to a strip club last night, is that not embarrassing? You fucking dolt. No. <laughs> I am looking at your goddamn headphones again. <laughs> Every week, you put them on backwards. God, you're a dumbass. They're comfortable this way around. I, no, it is not embarrassing to go to a strip club. No. Like, I, like people are like, oh, I have a moral problem against strip clubs. I was like, no, shut up. You don't have a moral problem. You just are pussy. I just don't, I, like, I don't know. Would you be embarrassed? Yeah. No, I have, I have a different moral problem with it, What's Jack. Bonus? My, the problem <clears throat> that I have with it. No, thanks, though, for bringing that up. Uh, I have a problem, though, with being in a pseudo-sexual situation, like, three feet away from my friends. Yeah, that really? I don't like. I'll agree uh, with that. Yeah, I, like you'd, the, never, you'd never watch porn with a bunch of your friends, would you? Or would you? <laughs> you absolutely would not. Although Brandon was saying, maybe it wasn't him that did it. He said he told me the story. I'm not sure whether it was him or some of his friends, but he said, like, they'd get around a projector and, like, project porn on the wall and all watch it together. What? <laughs> what? Is he, like, from the 1950s? Jesus. Or maybe like, he was talking about check what out, Check usually. out this stag film, my family. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I mean, put on the reel-to-reel. <laughs> But you gotta be careful at a strip club. Like when you have when you have people like like nothing's creepier than when you're getting a dance and your friends are watching you get a dance. Yeah. Like that's yeah. spooky. I wouldn't that, like, you don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to see my friend like like no, that's bite a, his mouth. Or I mean, like, like that. You <laughs> know, I mean that's like an intimate moment. Like, I mean, <laughs> looking at he's, he's look, there like a, looking at you, licking his lips. Yeah, just just imagining like, all right, that girl was a sandwich between you and him. I'll get in on a Gavin Gus sandwich. Yeah. yeah. That's like, like, nothing more disconcerting, though, than, like, you know, happen to glance over her shoulder and be like, oh, God, there's, like, three dudes watching me right now. Like, that's that's the spooky part. Well, that's yeah. why I've never been to one. Why not? Wait, that's the reason why I'm, you've never been yeah, to one? Yeah, I don't want to be surrounded by dudes. You don't have to get dancers from the girls. You don't have to do any of that. You can so just drink a, drink a beer and watch the stage. It's like going to a bar where there's naked chicks. Yeah, it's, it's a lot better than normal bars. I'm all for that. I want a bar that just is that. But That's a strip you, they, club. They don't like sit on your lap and stuff. Then you still ask, you ask them not to. Yeah. They, like, they, but I don't want to see someone sit on someone else's lap. What? What? They don't look. Look in the mirror. I don't know. Look at the stage the whole time or watch the TV. We should something. just get blinders where you wear like these little shelves <laughs> under your eyes <laughs> so you can only you see, see above a certain level. level. No, but then all the girls would come up to me like, "Hey, what are you doing? Why are you? Why are you? you know, that's like an icebreaker." And then, then he would be screwed. That's so. an icebreaker. Yeah. That, that's he's, he's peacocking with his, his shelf glasses. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you though, Gav. I tend not to go to strip clubs. Like when people go, and I'm just like, eh, you know, it's it's yeah. like it's like I don't want to pay money to not have sex. Basically, the <laughs> way it boils down. I think. Wait, wait. I think you once said that when you're hungry, you don't go to a restaurant and pay money to look at food. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I would go maybe. With, the only situation I see myself going is is like with a girl that I'm with, just for a laugh. Just for a laugh. For, yeah. For yeah, a laugh. Sure. Sounds hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything else. I mean, if you, you know, do it spontaneously, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. Yeah. If, you, if you plan Thursday, we're going to the yeah. club. Yeah. Probably not, not going to be as much fun. Also, I, I, I freely admit this. I don't like being in an environment where the shift of power happens. You know, I, I'm, <laughs> as a white male, I want the white male dominance to last for like another 30 years. That's it. I just want to hold on as long as I can and get a full life out of it. It's over, man. Your reign is over. <laughs> we are fucking taking over. So welcome to iTunes listeners. How are you guys doing out there? <laughs> no, you Make some a... noise for Gus Sarola. <laughs> have you ever been to a strip club and not looked at the stage but looked at the audience and looked at all the blank faces? That's some of those fun, yeah. man. That's creepy and horrible. Yeah. It's, watching, you know, watching the guys who absolutely know, like, this is the woman I'm going to marry, and then seeing the girl walk off, like, roll her eyes and just go backstage. Like, yeah, yeah okay. That's and nice. sometimes when you, depending on the quality of establishment, it's like it's like watching people of Walmart <laughs> just, like, sitting there ogling I upwards. just wouldn't want a dance from someone who clearly doesn't want to dance on my lap. It's like when... Oh, Gavin, you're w- gorgeous. When, <laughs> it's like when, when you go to a, a store, 
I used to have this whenever I went shopping where you go to the checkout and they'd be like, how are you today? And I just I just want to say, you don't care how I am. You don't know who I am. Don't ask me that. I'm not going to get... So I'd just be like... That's such a dick thing. No, it's like, a British what? thing. They Is do, it? I don't... Oh, so British are just dicks? They don't care. I was, when I went to the, the supermarket, we were told to ask about people's days. I refused to do it because I don't care about their day. And they know I don't care about their day. Plus, also, it's, it's just some bullshit answer. No one actually answers honestly. Yeah. How's your day? And, and if they okay. do, you're like... Oh. It's just... You like, should I, do I was it. having a pretty good day, but my cat is sick. Gotta go to the vet now. It's like... Oh, shut up. Buy your stuff and leave. God, you were such an asshole. No, he's right, no, though. No, I, I worked at a grocery store doing the exact same thing. And I also, don't want like, an They never required us I'm... to say that, but it's like, still, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to be nice. Yeah, but... I'm not being nice. I'm it's... being false. You don't care. You're not being nice. I really don't I care. I was being nice. But like... I was like, how, how's your day? Are oh, you having a good day? Awesome. That's great. I'm it's not. Saying not. If they're not, I'm sorry. I've had I hope your day goes I've, better. I've had shitty days. Okay. And they ask me, how's your day? It's okay. It's going good. I never say anything other than it's good. Okay. <laughs> you know you should do. You well, that's your problem. Come up with this. will be a social experiment. Come up with a standard answer now and say, "How was your day?" Just say, "My grandmother just died." <laughs> just stare them right in the face and see what you get back from them. <laughs> but like when you walk into the office, Gus, you're my friend, so I'll say hi. I'll be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And you'll be like, "That's yeah, good." If we're lucky. And I don't care how it's going for you. You know, <laughs> I don't. You'll say it's good, and we'll just go in separate yeah. directions. A nod. Or but that's exactly the same yeah. thing you were just describing. Is but that we know each other. So ca- but, but if you don't give a shit, then what does it matter if you know them? So you're saying the... Like, it's a waste of time otherwise. The social but what else charade? are you going to do? stare at each other not say anything? Yeah. Just fucking do your job and I'll sit here and give you money. I'm all for... Minim- it's like a strip club. I want to minimize all interactions. <laughs> well, I want to get money and talk to someone at a strip club. <laughs> I'll wear that shirt to a strip club. <laughs> yeah, just do your job and let me give you money. <laughs> you know... If you ever want to see Gavin at his most uncomfortable, strike up a conversation with somebody in an elevator. He can't stand that. <laughs> not, not only that, but strike up a conversation about the slow-mo guys in an elevator. Oh, he'd, probably, he'd probably freak the fuck out. <sighs> Gavin can't stand it when you talk about slow-mo guys. Is that true? So well, Gavin makes a show, <laughs> in addition to working for us, if you don't know this, Gavin makes a show, a very popular show on YouTube called The Slow-Mo Guys. Side project. The, the most fun for me is... <laughs> uh, see, you cut you off from your yeah. explanation. See? Yeah. see? The most fun for me is watching it. people discover that they've been subscribed to the Slow-Mo Guys for a year, and they've been subscribed to Rooster Teeth for like four years, and then suddenly realizing I'm the same person. It's interesting. It, like, happen, well, ha- it happens a lot. It happens a lot. Yeah. On both my videos, like on the Rooster Teeth videos and Slow-Mo Guys videos. It's like, I feel like an idiot. But they just figured yeah. it out. And they've been subscribed to both. It's crazy. Well, you don't appear very often on screen for Rooster Teeth. That's right. And you're on screen all the time, every week, in mm-hmm. slow-mo, guys. We well, just so. had that uh, behind-the-scenes Rage Quit Slender Man that came out <laughs> last week. That's where I get it. It's like behind-the-scenes stuff. Or if, or I, like Awu or if I slap Jack in the face on Awu. Dude, so I've been gone for like two weeks, and I, ca- I came back to the office yeah, today. It was great. It was yeah, fantastic. And uh, I, I walk into the office, I set up my computer and stuff, and I realize, oh, Gavin switched out my chair again. Because Gavin loves doing it. Because the chair Gavin has kind of sucks. It was my old chair, and I got one of those new yeah, bunch of chairs. Yeah, like sweat and food all stuck in it. Gross. Yeah, so anyway, so he took my chair. Immediately, so I, like as soon as you left, I always yeah. take your chair. And so that was so, a week ago. Yeah, so I walked over to his desk, and I just dumped him out of it. So in the middle of recording nice. Let's Play, yeah. I'm sat at my desk, all of a sudden, he like... Like puts his foot right under and then just whips the chair out. I almost hit my chin on the desk and I end up like twisting my knee on the ground. I was like, <laughs> but he immediately runs out of the room and slams the door. Cursing. I had to do it. I had to do a little swear outside. <laughs> Thanks for that. But that's, so. Without saying too Prick. much about it, we had to sign a new business agreement just recently for a new thing we're working on. And it, we, part of it was we just had to like the rules of employees and things like that, and said that we won't 
engage in harassment of our employees? And I said, yeah, we actually can't. <laughs> we got to take that clause out. This. And they said, what, they said, we kind of harass our employees on a regular basis around uh, yeah. here. We have an employee handbook, and it's very carefully worded yeah. around what what constitutes like harassment yeah. and what constitutes a normal day to day activity at the like, job. I, it's like you will be you will experience adult material or something like that. Like there's a bunch of weird yeah. shit in there. I actually cut and pasted it just today. Nice. Uh, and and you, we can. There's nothing against drinking at work, but you just can't be drunk at work. Or so there was like why weird. can't you be drunk at work? I don't. We remember. got drunk on the podcast. No, no, shut no, up, shut no, up. no, no. We, we did not. That's a drunk is subjective. Too. So wait, who's like, in charge? Who are we like hiding from there? Yvonne, me, yeah. Oh. <laughs> the person who works in the government. The uh, you want to read? Can I th- I'm sure it's okay if I read the clause from the actual handbook. Sure. There's a whole section on unlawful harassment. Like the lawful company, lawful or unlawful? Unlawful. Okay. The company will take all reasonable steps to prevent unlawful harassment from occurring. La 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 la. All that stuff. Then there's our section in there, which is the above. The above notwithstanding. Employees understand that the company is an entertainment production entity specializing in creating comedic content for an adult audience on the internet. As such, an employee may be exposed to discussions and scenarios normally not encountered in a professional work environment. Such as talking about strip clubs and (laughs) shutting up and doing your job. God, we went right out of the gate into that stupid-ass conversation. How did we get into that? Because Jack, he's pervert. No, yeah, no, no, it wasn't true. me. Someone else brought it up. No, no, you're, you're, no, you're, no, no it's my voice. Yeah. That's why was the, you, you said the clapping, like was an audio drop clapping, whatever. That is always awkward when the DJ is like, "All right, make some noise for," and it's like one guy, yeah, <laughs> like in the back, you can hear. To get introduction to the Rooster Podcast, though, for people listening for the first time, it's like we are in the games and hobbies section. How often do we talk about games what? and what? hobbies? Let's talk about packs. Let's Does talk anyone about packs. have a hobby? What's your video, video games? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I make a public apology on on the podcast? Something that happened to me at packs. Uh oh. Okay, so we went to. This thing, a good friend of ours, uh, David David uh, Bass, who he used to work for Bioware. He he now, he now works for WildStar, which is Carbine a, Studios. Carbine Studios, and this uh, WildStar is this new MMO they got. And um, so they he invited us out to this thing. He invited uh, myself and Gus and another friend, and uh, it was we, like a community get together. Yeah, for it was a community uh, event. WildStar. And so we go to this event, and uh, we like I thought it was just gonna be like a drink up, like just a meet and drink thing. Turns out like they're actually showing off the game. They're gonna give a presentation, and we got inside there. And it's like the smaller room inside of this this place in Seattle, and like all of a sudden I get like this hot flash where I start sweating and just getting like, I'm getting like woozy. Well, the room was hot. The room was hot, but I was like sweating. I don't know what the hell happened to me. So I like left the room, went used the restroom. I came back, and they had dimmed the room because they had a projector going, showing off the game. And I sit down in the front row because there was like one open chair, was like right in the front. It, and it so was I, like the guy who shows up late for college. Yeah. So I sit down. I'm like, okay, I don't want to stand anymore because like I'm, I'm feeling a bit weird. And all of a sudden, like everything hit me. I just got exhausted and I started falling asleep. Like, <laughs> like, like, like five feet away from like the creative lead on this game, and I just couldn't stop myself. And I felt so fucking. He was bad. doing that head nod thing. Where yeah. You're like, yeah. You're you know, like, your chin, you jerk your head up. Your chin hits your chest. The game looks incredible. I will say, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be 100 honest. The game looks really, really awesome. I'm very excited to check it out when it actually does come out. But I felt so fucking bad. And then like David never texted me after that event and stuff oh and I was just like God. yeah David came over to me because I was sitting in yeah. the back and he's like hey what's up with Jack he's falling asleep <laughs> oh, did he really yeah, did he notice was, it yeah of so, course they could not notice he oh, was the first person I was literally I was like I'm like closer than, to <laughs> Gus and I than any, I mean like it was this like not even this far away it was like right in front of the guy and I felt, I mean, but this was like, I think, so, was it Sunday of PAX? Yeah, it was Sunday. So, like, Sunday we, afternoon. So, it was like, we had, I mean, I had been going like Such for two asshole. weeks. And I was just like, it's everything so hit get me. Up and leave. I know, I should. But then I felt weird for leaving. And then it was like, he was in the front again. Just yeah, like, if you, you stand leave, up, it's obvious. If you leave, it, it shows that maybe you had an issue. If yeah. you sit there and fall asleep, 
It but, shows that you're bored. But it was just like it was like this perfect combination of like darkness and hot and just exhaustion. <laughs> and so I, I feel so bad. So if anyone from Carbine Studios or Wildstar is listening, I'm so well, so what sorry. To you? Why we? Why I don't you know. I, just, I like I felt terrible all of a sudden. It's like it hit me. Like that happens though. Like if, uh, conventions, you know, where you just no, like no, everything kind of absorbs no. into you. I mean, yeah, I'm I mean, a man with a penis, so that doesn't happen to me. Hell up, You know how it is though. You're just going through your day, and you randomly pass out. You know, that happens <laughs> all the time. I'm on your side, so, Jack. They, they don't work like we do. <laughs> No. So it, oh, it, shut your fucking mouth. That'll work in a minute. Wow. Anyway, no, anyway. There were some cool things about that game. No, the game looks awesome. And like they showed a bunch of stuff that we can't talk about, like NDA stuff. But it looks really, really cool. And I, I am genuinely excited about the game. But, oh. Yeah, what is the stuff you can't talk about? I, like I, there's a certain kind of shooter and then all of a sudden a unicorn and snake show up. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. I mean, what, yeah. No, I, actually, I have no time for fainters. I don't do it. Like, uh. Have you ever you fainted? You remember that girl who fainted on, on top of the merchandise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that Don't was, talk about that. Don't talk about that. <laughs> that don't talk about her. Yeah. Be well, quiet that's, about that. That sounds, that sounds weird if you don't talk about it. There was a girl who passed out at our Comic-Con booth, and she was very dramatic I think about the way that she I'm passed okay out. I'm okay with people passing out. I don't like how it makes everyone around them react. Like, there were probably five people in the booth. Everyone goes crazy. Like, someone's running off to get a medic. Everyone's like, ah, pick her up, pick her, lift her up. And I was just like... <laughs> So he wants to buy some stuff. <laughs> I, I think I sold like $200 worth of merchandise over her <laughs> while she was laying across the table. It was awesome. Did they ever determine what was wrong with her? She had a... An episode? A lack of attention. <laughs> I'm not <really> <laughs> I don't know. I don't but know. But anyway, no, so, so anyway, I apologize. But PAX was awesome. Had a lot of fun out there. Shit. Fan Expo was awesome, too. We didn't, we didn't get to talk about that because you guys recorded the podcast before we got back from Toronto last week. Right. That was really cool, too. We have a shitload of fans in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. There's, there's but, fans everywhere. But Toronto is really, really cool, man. That's a cool city. You ever, you ever been up there? Yeah, yeah. we have. We like went a lot. Oh, you went to BTO, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. You should go to Australia sometime, Jack. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I stumped for you to go to this Australia trip, and yeah. what happened? Okay, so I talked about this on the uh, the panel. So uh, the way it works out, this, this Australia trip, I would have to leave, I think, on like the 8th or the 9th of November. And a very, very important game comes out November 6th, which is Halo 4. And oh, man. Yeah, I've got, so I've got to hang around and make some videos in Halo sure 4. Sure you do. So. you got to hang around. Think of all the good sleep you'll get playing that game. <laughs> That'll be awesome. That'll be great for the company you're doing that. Just feel a bit wheezy. Just, just sit up in uh, the front row. So, anyway. But, hey, maybe I'll go to PAX Australia next year. Speaking of Halo we'll 4, see. they put Griffball in it, didn't they? Oh, yeah. yeah they did. You they can throw the ball oh, now. Dude, yep. did you see the video, the Halo, the Griffball video they showed off? Yes. The ball looks fucking awesome it's like now. A, it's like this glowing it's orb of death. It's like a hollowed out monitor, but with like yeah. blue the electricity, plasma in it or something. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. And you can toss it. I think I also, wonder... if you kill the ball carrier now with the sword, you instantly get yeah. the ball. Yeah, it's like a snatch, isn't it? Because yeah. like apparently when you hit with a hammer, the ball just goes sailing yeah. through the air. Like the, the ball has uh, It's going to be now. interesting because you could never pass the ball before. You could yeah. sort of, kind of jump and throw it and yeah. it would just kind of go thunk. I know like some people, over. you know, of course, in, on the forum, some people are up in arms like, oh, it's not pure griff ball, this and that, but... I'm, I know, it's going to be interesting. Really and it's also, looking forward to it. It looks much well, faster paced, like it resets immediately. It's, yeah. fa- it's faster paced, but it also forces you to play a little more defensively. Like before, you know, all of your defense could go up against the ball carrier yeah. and kind of pin him. But now you have to worry about the guy who yeah. gets behind yeah. you and goes because they can throw it to him. Chuck the ball and right also, over And also it will cancel out the fact that it resets the round every time you score. Because you yeah. always get that flood of right, right at the beginning where four people are going to hammer four people. And it's just yeah. like, I'm going to die here, obviously. <laughs> Boom, dead. But that won't happen anymore now that it you just carries on. You don't have to charge in. Yeah. If you don't, if you want to be a it's also you know, you know with all like the different forge stuff you can do all the like the trait zones and all that stuff. I'm sure yeah. you could do like original griff ball if you wanted to, mm-hmm. like you know reset but, everything. What I'm most well, and then I'm sure Caleb will love it. I'm sure you could set up a, an ultimate frisbee mode where <laughs> once you have the ball, you can't take a step. Oh, that'd could, be cool. You can only pass. That'd be cool. Like if you could only pass and jump, like right. that, that'd be pretty neat actually. Right. 
Huh. Netball. Netball. <laughs> <laughs> version of grip ball is what it is. But they so they changed the grip ball entirely. So how proud are you of you that some dumb joke you made in Red versus Blue, you then turned into a game that is now built into the core of Halo 4? I would Feel be good? a little more proud if we didn't start mass producing plushy grip balls a month before they changed the design. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're well, now, now, now they're, they're just Andy. No, no, no. Now they're classic grip ball. Yeah, yeah. They're they're old school. Now, I remember. Balls. I remember when uh, Halo Three was coming out. We had a we had a get together at your house party. It may have been like July Fourth, one of the first times I hung out with you. And you had checked out Halo Three before it was released. And one thing you were very very happy with is the fact they put zombies in Halo Three because that was a that was a game mode. Infection. Infection, Infection was yeah. an honor game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an honor game at first, and they it's actually built teams. it into the game. And it was like, oh shit, they actually did that, which is exactly what's happened with grip ball now. I yeah, mean, well, that was well, grip ball was in Reach too. Yeah, but, but it wasn't it was, in the venue. It wasn't like a... No, it was like a hopper game. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, this is a part of the game now. They've, like, like built custom... No, no, yeah, it wasn't dedicated. It was still based on the but assault. But the, the Halo type. 4 version of Infection is, is cool, too. Yeah. And did they show that off? I don't think so. Okay. It's amazing, though. It's pretty fucking bad. It's pretty badass, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's kind of cool, though. I mean, like, we are very close to getting Red versus Blue cannon into <laughs> Halo now. Well, I, I mean, think they, they, the achievements for Halo 4 came out, and one of the achievements is... Find all the red versus blue Easter eggs. I mean, in find, cool? find one. one find one oh, red versus blue Easter find, egg. Yep. Isn't it called yeah. I Love Red versus Blue? No, no. There's there's an achievement called I Red. Oh yeah, that, that's the achievement for I Love Red versus Blue is is find the red versus blue Easter egg. And there's another one called like Violets versus Tulips or something like that. Or yeah. or Road no Violets for, or Violets uh, versus Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I don't know. That's that's another one. That's <laughs> shit, I forget what they, I forget what they were. But. Salmon versus teal. <laughs> God, that's an old. That, tell them what that is, Gavin. I'll look it up real quick. It's some fan machinima version. I yeah, think, or something. it was made by like. There's uh, also one called sponsors versus freeloaders. <laughs> X versus Y. We've had it. Whatever. Well, the uh, and the X Chronicles too. X versus X versus Y. The the, the Z Chronicles. Oh, it's right, right. Some version Chronicles. <laughs> but um. The Salmon versus Teal, that was, uh, he was like a 13-year-old kid. I want to say his name was Squiggy? I thought it was Fluffy. Fluffy, something like that, on the site. And he made a, he made his own show, Halo Machinima Show, right after Red vs. Blue became popular. He started like episode six of our show. And that was when we first identified the phenomenon of how brutal the audience can be on your behalf. So, <laughs> go ahead. All right, so I, I Heart Red versus Blue is win five war games in matchmaking. Which is, uh, I guess, the war games of the new, like, like invasion. It's like PvP and... stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, roses versus violets. That's the find the Easter egg, the RVB Easter egg, and uh, one of the RVB Easter eggs, plural. Plural. So that's been so, published. So, so apparently, I'm, dun dun dun. I'm there so might excited. be more than one. I'm so excited about that game. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but this guy, it's like we we identified the audience can like take over and be unbelievably brutal about something, and then he ended up quitting making the series. But that's something we've over time we've noticed where. We'll run into people who make shows online, and we're like, oh, hey, yeah, nice to meet you. They go, yeah, whatever. It's like, what's the problem? It's like, when I first put out my show, you guys were, you know, in my comments brutalizing me. I'm like, that was, we had nothing to do with that. That wasn't us. We, we have time to go out and do that. Well, no, stuff. it's one of those things where they just, when they see like a, a boatload of fans show up and brutalize something, and then you're like, it's cut it out, because then people think that we're doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We only do that for iTunes polls. <laughs> That's all we do it yeah, for. Yeah, suck it. We're reaping the rewards now. Yeah, but I was the person last week who went crazy and like got all our imagery together for this thing. Yeah. So I was like coordinating for what we were going to give to iTunes and what was going to end up in the marquee. So do you think people are going to click that banner? I don't know. Who the knows? picture of you and Gus. Well, the picture of me with my name is spelled. <laughs> right Bernie now. Burns. Bernie Burns. So, so of course, they, you know, after all the effort that I put in, it's like I'm the one. Gus is perfectly fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I, was, I was on my way to the airport. I had to come back to the office to get to take that picture. 
Did you? Yeah. Wow. I stopped in, t- took a bunch of pictures. I there was an alt, there was an outtake where I, I tried to fit the entire microphone in my mouth, <laughs> and I, I realized that the microphones stink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. they got people's mouth. Yeah, like, as I took it out, I was like. Oh, that was awful. I should not have done that. Some of the pop filters that Michael oh. uses for Rage Quit, it's like, oh, there's a, there's a piece of carrot or something oh. just like jammed up in there. It's like, Mike, if, Michael's never eaten a carrot in his life. In, in this he past. He onion rings for breakfast this morning. You mentioned wow. Michael. I now have to go next door and see if he has some of those cherry gummy bears. Oh, yeah? In this th- this past Awu, I did that uh, creeper thing where I came up to the microphone oh, and hissed yeah. into it. You're like, Gus just spit all over the mic. <laughs> yeah, you totally spit all over that mic. It's because the, the pop filters are black and they really show up. Dude, I, I actually replaced our, our two pop filters we had been using in the achievement hunter office and so i cut into it to like open it up and it was like this puff of dust oh, came yeah. out it's, it's like when gl- you it's all dead skin did and you ever have wh- those wh- 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 why does he have someone sent him oh, a bag gummy bears like like what someone closed that door so you know michael so, tried to eat the five pound gummy bear yeah and he did so terribly at it um he only ate the head just <laughs> was a lot of gummy bears <laughs> i like to say just the tip <laughs> and uh so as consolation prize somebody sent him five pounds of gummy wow. bears. Share the That's love, dude. Awesome. Share the love. Hang on. So they're all like cherry these gummy bears. These are authentic gummy brand bears. <laughs> what are these? Oh, speaking of bets, um, I paid off Michael on our, our uh, Twitter bet. For, oh, this, this, chewing these is going to sound awful on the mic. Oh, absolutely. We're fine. But uh, last week before I left for, for PAX, I was like, Michael, he, he beat me on the Twitter thing, which was cool. Like, him and I, we had like this, we had these like these parallel Twitter followers, like, counts. No, no one believes and what then, you're saying right now. Nobody believes that you're cool with this. No, no, I, I really don't give a shit. You like, absolutely did. It was such a long bet that I really didn't. I didn't care. Like I just got if you, bored. If you of it. won, you would have cared. You'd have been all over it. You'd be like, "Way!" So, uh, so at, at PAX, uh, we came in early actually because uh, we went to E and Chloe's wedding, uh, Kitty Chicks, and uh, and while we were there, I bumped into um, Jamie from uh, Calamity Jamie from from the Penny Arcade Child's Play. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She's awesome. And I paid off Gavin and I's bet from the the Trials each or Trials Evolution thing directly to her. That was like four months ago. That right? was like four months ago. <laughs> And I've always been meaning to do it, but Gus saw me do I, it. I was a witness. He vouched the for it. Has cool. been paid. And I got drunk and forgot about it until right now when you remind well, me. Well, there you go. <laughs> but also, uh, while we were there, I came up with a really cool concept for something we're going to do with Child's Play next summer in RTS. Oh, so. I wouldn't even tease that. Let's let's keep that under wraps right It's going to be very, very awesome. Though. How so. was E and Kitty's wedding? Very, very unique. Uh, so they, e- had, <laughs> they had a, a, a video interruption where Will Wheaton joined <laughs> over TV and Wait, interrupted the wedding. Joined the wedding? <clears throat> And talked, and talked about his mother getting fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That was, oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then uh, Guilty Spark cut in at one point, took over the microphones. And so Guilty Spark said hello and uh, tried to take over the wedding as well. And uh, E actually came out to the Oregon Ducks fight song, which was funny. Guilty so, Spark, like the, the character. Yeah. The voice actor who plays Guilty Spark in Halo? Was it was, it, yeah, it was, it was like it, pre-recorded Was stuff. it filtered like it was mm-hmm. in Halo? That's it sounded awesome. exactly like it. I so, love that. That's probably one of my favorite voices in anything ever. Do you know that filter that they used for that character in Halo, when we were going to do a monitor effect, it's kind of like the, the voice filters that we use for the red versus blue characters upstairs. We have one program that does that filter, and that's it. We haven't been able to replicate it in anything mm-hmm. else. Same situation with Guilty Spark. They have a program that is so far so out of date now, but they keep it just because it's the Guilty Spark voice. <laughs> that, that's, that filter, you f- it sounds like it kind of like goes up and down. Like, there's like, like a warble. Like a yeah. flange. Yeah. Yeah. Flange. Flange or flange? I think you're right. It's flange. Yeah. Um, flange. So I want to have That's funny. I want to remind everyone that this podcast is supported by Sanshi, who uh, make awesome video game t-shirts. You wore one this past I wore one on uh, uh, They provided my wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they make a bunch of video game stuff. Uh, you've probably seen their shirts and didn't realize that it was them. 
I would highly recommend you check it out. It's S A N S H E E dot com. <laughs> awesome, awesome products. And they were at RTX this last year. They and were. Uh, they signed up. They're going to be at RTX again this coming year. So uh, show them some love. They definitely Kick support ass. us. Announcement. I wonder yeah, if I, announcement. Yeah, that's true. They, oh. I had not announced that yet. I wonder if I can get like a box of shirts from Sanchi and be like, just, here's your wardrobe, your wardrobe for Awu for the next two months or whatever. <laughs> I thought you were going to say give them away. Oh, no. That'd, no. Be, that'd be much cooler than you getting fucking free shirts. No, I, no, I think that'd be much cooler if I just got free shirts. I'm moving into into a new place, and that's like my total strategy for wardrobe is I'm gonna probably reduce my overall clothing by like seventy five percent. So, uh, wow. how many like t shirts? Well, how many shirts do you have? Do you think too many? Yeah, and there's ones I just never wear. Like I go through rotation, and I then... did, I've done that with actual clothing, but in in underwear, I've done the exact opposite. Like, I, I bought like 120 pounds worth of just boxes, just because I'm sick of doing. Now, see the way when you say it, it yeah. sounds like you have like a hundred, like a whole trunk full of underwear. Like you have yeah. 120 pounds, British like pounds bulk. sterling. So that's like two, that's like 200 dollars worth of underwear. Uh huh. So that's that's a lot of underwear. You can yeah. do that. That's like, that's like six. What? <laughs> hey, let's stand up. Pull your pants down. What do you wear? Let's see what you got. Uh. <laughs> He stepped on his microphone cord and tried to stand up, and the the, the or he stepped on his headphone cord trying to stand up, and That's the like headphones getting, getting out of a car with seatbelt So Gavin on. is wearing black boxer briefs. What brand are those? Are those regular boxers or boxer briefs? You're not gonna find the front. They're not, they're not real brand. They just don't pull the front. Yeah, that, 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 that was that, that was awful. What I just saw there. <laughs> what did you see? Too much skin. Yeah, no, I, I did not see any skin. It was the problem. I saw a, a mat of fur. Ugh. Yeah, you, you didn't see neck. <laughs> it, looked like, it looked like your head burning. <laughs> picking out from the top of his underwear. I gotta get a haircut. But the uh, you're not the only one. When, when, Gavin, when we asked him what Brandon's underwear was, he pulled down the front of his underwear. It says the, the name's written on the front. I'm not pulling it down. I was tilting it up so I no, could read no, it. No, you pulled it down. I you did. It. Look, it says right there. That's not what you did though. You pulled it down. I'm not looking again. You, you fucking fool me once. <laughs> I, I think I'm done with that. You Gavin, twenty bucks. Speaking uh, of gross um, stuff, are oh, you gonna say something? I was just start talking about packs. No, Go yeah. Oh, packs. Can we talk about Awu? Yeah, so we recorded Awu there on the show floor. That was a lot of fun. I freaked myself out because um, we record Awu with a microphone. You know, like we plug it directly into the camera. And I thought it would, you know, wow, I, there's, there's a production wow. secret. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> no, like, so, I mean, some, like, sometimes I'll shoot, like, if I'm on the road, I'll shoot out with, like, on a flip, so I'm just, like, talking into, like, the on-camera mic. Don't but ever use a flip. It, it, well, I mean, For anything it, ever. it's easier to travel, it's easier to travel with a flip than it is to, you know, check in it's a whole case. It's easier to travel with an iPhone. Okay, yeah, but okay. you have to hold it sideways. It's awkward. The flip, at least you can hold vertically and still get a 16 by 9 But also, image. like, at a convention, you can't use something like that. You have to have some sort of directional microphone. Otherwise, you're going to pick up all the shit around you. All right. So um, we recorded that. We recorded the AWU, and I actually edited it on the plane yesterday flying home. And I listened to it, and I freaked out because all I heard was the on-camera mic, and it sounded terrible. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't get the audio mic, the, the audio from it. But then I realized there are four tracks of audio, and just blended them all together when I was listening to playback. And I was able to remove it and get it down, just the, the single one. So oh, it worked cool. out in the end. Yeah, that would have been terrible. But uh, Eric from Mega64 kind of, like, poked his head in, and so he made a little cameo appearance. He then showed up to the comments on the YouTube thread and started, like, just trolling the shit out of everyone, talking about how we're terrible, and we didn't sign his, his Halo shirts for him. Awesome. And then, 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 of course, all the people, you know, went nuts for him, so. Oh, they did? But, yeah. Good for him. <laughs> um, Get a fucking job. <laughs> so we had a panel. We uh, did a kind of Q&A slash podcast style, kind of shot the shit. Talked about, we announced RTX uh, 2013 will be July 5th, 6th, and 7th. Three days. Three days. Three-day event in beautiful Austin, Did Texas. you want to do more work? Is that why? Yeah, I figured two days was a piece of cake. Why not do three? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, you, can fly, you can fly in on the third and then go watch the fireworks over Lake Austin on the fourth. Then go to RTX on the fifth, sixth, and seventh. It'll be fun. Everyone so uh, do that. We're, we're hard at work uh, lining people up. We got, uh, like I said, you know, Sanchi's coming. Uh, I also announced 
uh, on that at that panel that Game Minders coming in. They're also a sponsor of this week's podcast. Sweet. And I will. You know we have a cold front coming to Austin. So yeah, it's, it's, gonna down, it's gonna get down to a brisk ninety-five. <laughs> well, well, it does signify though that fall is starting finally. That no. we made it through the summer. No, no, fall starts on October thirty-first. Oh, oh no, no, it, does not, it starts September twenty-first. It's Halloween every year is when it gets cold in Austin. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. You're saying you're saying the official yeah. beginning no, of fi- Austin. Yeah, no, official. Yeah, no, I'm saying it gets cold in Austin on Halloween. Yeah, but it's like we've made it through the summer. Like this was not a bad summer. You have to admit <laughs> we, got, we got seven days of hundred degree weather coming up, man. We no, no, we're not done with summer. Yeah, we're done. With this is gonna be my first American Halloween. <laughs> I've never celebrated Halloween in my life. Okay, what the fuck is a British Halloween? I, I gotta have to know. Well, just like less, nobody really gives a damn. So less, nobody really gives a damn? Just less enthusiasm about it. Someone. <laughs> what is less enthusiasm? <laughs> you only wear half a costume? You only wear the top? It's just and a half-ass holiday. I don't know anyone who cares about Halloween or does anything for it. You're like so were- who, werewolf well, from the waist up and then down your jeans? <laughs> you like werewolf casual? Who do you know that cares about Halloween here? Everyone. Really? Everyone goes batshit over Halloween. I think so. Really? Do you? No. Oh. You, you know, know well, Austin, Halloween parties. You're not going to do one. Austin no. is actually a pretty big Halloween town because yeah. there's a big celebration on 6th Street. There's usually like a million people who go to that thing. I, I will yeah. say Halloween you, you on 6th Street is fun. See all the slutty girls. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, it does seem like... I'm sorry, like, the costumes. It does seem like Halloween has gotten sluttier over time. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like... <laughs> the ratio, honestly, a graph like the sluttiness over time. Versus time. Yeah. When I was a kid, I mean, I, I granted I didn't go to a lot of Halloween parties. When I was a kid, I thought trick or treating, but I don't remember seeing too many like sexy nurses or. There's a sexy anything. Every, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think my wife said the one thing she hasn't seen is a sexy version of the little fat kid from Up. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the last right. thing that's untouched All right. in sexy format. I challenge the five female listeners to our podcast <laughs> to make a sexy to make a sexy fat name, kid is from Up. Randall. Randall. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. God, if we get a sexy fat kid from up, just get me if you're listening. Do you really want the sexy boy scout outfit? <laughs> Is that really what you want to go for? I'm, I'm, some people, I could see them pulling that off. So what, apparently, I've got a good imagination. Everyone cried at that movie that I've spoken to. Fuck yeah! The dude. first ten minutes of that movie, you start bawling your eyes. Out. I have never cried at a movie well, in you, my life. You have You've no soul. never cried at a movie. No. The end of Toy Story three, you didn't cry. No, of course I didn't cry. I'm not going to cry at some computer animated shapes. <laughs> so, so that begs Jesus. the question, Gavin. What have you cried over? Have you cried in your adult life? I don't think so. Really? I had tears coming out of my eyes when my ball was twisting around, but that wasn't that's crying. That that's was not just emotional that's crying. Pain. That, was, that was my body trying to make my face work. What, what, was, the last time, what so, was the last time you cried what? from emotion? I don't do that. So your, your, your emotional growth is stunted. I don't have any emotion. Exactly. <sighs> you really? You have no emotion? But I have like a block of stone or concrete where my heart is. I've seen you laugh. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's probably the weakest laugh I've ever no, seen. No, I just, you. I don't get, uh, I, I'm not a crier. No, not. Have you had any serious loss? Yes, yeah, it's, it's sad. Sad. There's some sad times. Yeah. But I don't cry. I mean, I don't see the point of crying. I'm, wait, I'm wait, not wait, sure wait, why hey. tears come out of your eyes. Hey, Gavin. Hi. How's your day? Top. Oh. So, so well, let me what, give you a scenario. For? Let me give you a scenario here. You find out, somebody gives you a call. Lloyd, your cat, is dead. In England. Uh, Would that make you sad? Yeah. Would you cry over that? No. Lloyd the dead cat? <laughs> how, really? how long have you had Lloyd? Five years. It's not his Five cat. Years? It's his sister's cat. It's oh. not even called Lloyd, but... Oh, if, if, someone, if, if one of my cats died, I would totally cry over my cats. I would, but no, you, I wouldn't. You also love your cats way more than most people. That's true. No, I really like my cat, but I'm not going to cry. I don't really know why people cry. What, what do you, is there like a chemical release that soothes the brain? It's just an brain? emotional release. Yeah, but yeah. what does it do? And why, why do you have tears come out? 
Gavin sounds like an android trying to figure out emotion. <laughs> like, what, what are tears? It's like you're sad and he just come out. <laughs> he needs to better masquerade in human society. <laughs> Tell me how to do this. No, like, like sometimes, like if you cry, it's, it's good to get that emotion out. Like, like if you wake up like hungover and your stomach feels like shit, like if you just throw up, it'll make you you make yourself feel better. This is like Jack on Saturday and Sunday morning at PAX. <laughs> well, Thursday morning and Sunday morning, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like one of those things. It's like you know, sometimes you just got to do it. Got to get that out of your system. Gus, do you cry? Um, I I cried it up. I'll admit it. What you 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 <laughs> cried it up? I cried. Oh, up. cried it up. <laughs> I, I can't think of another movie that made me cry. You ever hear about Sophie's Choice? Nope. That's a bad one. Yeah. <clears throat> no. I, yeah. It's, you didn't. You didn't like feel emotion at all at the beginning of Up. Nah. Tell me, I've told the story on the podcast. Like my my what happened with me in Up? Did I tell you about that? That was in Los Angeles at the time, and I was I was literally moving my cats. Of course, it comes back to my cats. I was moving my cats from the place I was staying to another friend's apartment. And as I was moving my cats out, or one of my cats out of the car to my friend's door, um, like a weird noise happened. Like something happened where basically it's made this, this scary noise. She clawed my arm and then hit the ground and bolted and just ran. And I chased after her and she ran like across the street, cars like oh, calls and stuff. And then I lost her. She was gone. And it was just like I, I watched this cat I you know had for like seven years just run away from me. And it was just like heartbreaking. And then I like spent two hours looking for her, couldn't find her. Was like, well, that sucks. Let's go to the movie. What are we going to go see? Up. Okay. And then so I went from that like emotional event to like the first 15 minutes of Up, which is like just punches you, your heart in the balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like that night, it was just like in like Los Angeles wasn't going very well for me. I had a bunch of stuff kind of fall flat. And it's just like I broke down that night. It was like I, I like that was like my lowest point. Know, probably. You, you, Did you get fetal? You tried to find that cat. You tweeted about that cat. For, oh, yeah. It seems like two weeks. Yeah. That, that was the thing. Like, and then like two weeks later, I got a call that she was under someone's porch because she still had her collar on, which had my phone number on it. And so someone called me and said, I think your cat's living under my, my back deck. And sure enough, this is out in Beverly Hills, California. I went back and I found her, and she lost a bunch of weight, but she was she was good. That is awesome. Yeah, and so she, you know, then I managed to get her into the car and took care when of her. So to clarify for Gavin, did you smile when the happy thing happened? <laughs> yeah. How was, did that uh, make you feel? Was there was, a chemical reaction? I was very very excited. Why would so. you get happy? Yeah. There's nothing. I, you know, I gotta say that when you look for something for a while and you find it, finding <clears> something. Almost makes it worth losing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like I totally like it makes you you know you get new appreciate it. For things. Yeah, the feeling of like but, finding something like that overwhelming relief of yeah, finding it. But, but my stupid ass dog got out. Oh my god! They're just so, they're just they're dogs are so stupid. I don't know why we let them in our houses and hang out with us. The fucking door is a little bit ajar. It's the middle of the night. It's like ten at night. Somehow the door was ajar. The dog saw the door, the door was open, so it's like. I'm just going to ruin my life. And so I just ran out and was gone. Like, it was going to go to live with another family. Never. Couldn't find its way back because it's a fucking dog. It's stupid. So what, and the worst thing is, like, you chase a dog and they think you're playing with them. Yeah. And they just run more. Yep. Yeah. It was it, it was gone to like, the next day. It's the worst thing about animals is when you have to do something unpleasant to an animal to help it. They don't know you're trying to help. Yeah. Right. So, They'll uh, bite you. Or a what, British person. I guess my dog got out a, a, a couple months ago. It ran, ran out the front door. My wife said she got. She stood in the door and just yelled at him and told him to stop. And I guess like out of terror, he just stopped dead <laughs> in his tracks in the middle of the front yard. And she just walked over and picked him up. I had a cat. Remember, you guys remember Finch the gray cat? She yeah, used to be the office cat. Office cat Buda. She was so. Uh, she lived in my apartment forever. She got out one time and ran. I didn't realize this. She'd never been outside the apartment for like the first three years of her life. When she hit open sky above her, she froze and like got as low to the ground as possible. She looked like a snake, and she was like like looking up and like walking while looking at the open sky. That would be weird if you've yeah. never seen that before. Yeah, <laughs> she was freaked out. Weird. I never thought about that. We stayed in a hotel one time when we went down to Australia, where 
this is kind of creepy. This is like a shining kind of a thing where I guess it had an old school like Victorian era ballroom that then they had like divided up and turned into rooms. So your room was like a section of a ballroom. That's Whoa. weird. But then what ended up happening is you'd lay in bed and it was like a 24 foot ceiling. So it was the weirdest feeling of laying in bed and looking up, and the ceiling was, like, so far away. So that, the, all the walls had gone all the way up to the ceiling? Yeah, yeah. So it's wow. like they're, they're normal rooms, but they had, like, 24 <laughs> foot. I mean, they were enormous. That that'd be a, that'd be a nightmare. I, I think I was in, like, a shoebox or something. It's almost like if you were in the studio. I think our ceilings out yeah. there are, like, 25 feet. Yeah, yeah but it's, like, so... It's, like, because you're yeah. in a hotel room, it's so narrow. It's, like, this, like, straight up. It, it felt like you were, like, waking up, like, in a space shuttle or something, you know? That, <laughs> that you it defied my ability to, like, navigate the room geographically it was really weird I never wanted to experience that again <laughs> that's really bizarre um, PAX so yeah I was gonna get, I was gonna bring it back to PAX um, like always we don't ever get to see very many things on the show floor people are always like oh what's your favorite thing what you see it's like I see what's around me <laughs> yeah. but luckily this year we actually had two cool games right by us yeah yeah we had, we a, had a, a Marvel Heroes mm-hmm. which uh, a free to play MMO yeah free to play MMO uh, I think it's starting beta October 1st what is that is that a kids game no, no, it's like a free to play. Uh, when you say Marvel Heroes, it reminds me of like those little miniature figures they oh, have. That are no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, and we have some friends for, who are on that too. Uh, uh, Stephen Reed, who used to be over at Bioware, he was Rock Jaw. He's he's now over there working. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's uh, Gazillions doing that, right? And uh, that was the company he was working for. Actually, him and David Bass both worked for that company and then left there to go to Bioware. And um, and also uh, Robin, who's one of the video guys over there, saw him. Yeah, he's, and they uh, they had oh man, they had a great uh cosplayer black widow cosplayer there working yeah. in their booth um we also had uh, another game i'd never heard of called novus eterno which i guess is like an independent mmo rts that's being developed it's uh you, you might actually really like this mm-hmm. so it's like an rts where like each server essentially has ten thousand solar systems wow i'm so and you can, already you can, you can see the scale like you can zoom out and you just see like all these tiny points of light everywhere like each of those is a solar system with multiple planets and then you build like a fleet of ships and ground troops and try to take over as much as you can while other players in real time are also playing real time strategy against you trying what? to take over Fuck yours. Fuck those other players? No. Get out. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was really awesome. And they have. it seems like they're going to have a really robust economy. And so like if you don't want to be a fighter, you can just manufacture ships and trade them and sell them to people or manufacture you know, parts to a ship and sell oh, them dude. and trade them to other people That's exactly and have them do. be you know, your muscle. So you just sit there and like work the economy over. That's cool. I, see, I like that kind of stuff. I had a weird thing. You're talking about scale. I hate to take us away from the PAX discussion, no, but I saw something that was pretty crazy. So, Gavin, yeah. you know what dinosaurs are, right? Yeah. And they used to walk the earth. <laughs> they for a long they time. also don't have emotions. So. What? <laughs> they, they didn't cry when they killed each other. What happened to the dinosaurs? What's the most popular, commonly accepted theory of what happened to the dinosaurs? Do you know? They just evolved into other things. That is completely incorrect, but okay. <laughs> or a big meteor came down and smashed the there earth. There you go. Up. There we go. Okay. I'm so pretty sure. That wouldn't wipe out all the dinosaurs on the earth. Then the remaining ones evolved. Okay. Okay. They evolved into, into sharks and crocodiles. But they, they evolved into ash. So <laughs> I saw, for whatever reason, I was at a kick of like looking up asteroids and scale of asteroids. And so there's a scale representation of the asteroid that hit the Yucatan Peninsula. That's approximately where it landed. Uh-huh. That wiped out all life on earth. Or not all life, but you yeah. know, that basically made that, that era end and made all the dinosaurs go extinct. This is nuts. So we're going to have to put this up in the link dub. And Gus, why don't you describe what the link dub is real So quick. if you visit our site at roosterteeth.com slash podcast, or if you download this off of iTunes, you probably will see a link right now on your iOS device. And we'll just link stuff that we talk about. Yeah, if we ever talk about it, we always put it up somewhere like a link to a mm-hmm. video or a link to this image here. So this is a scale image of the Earth and the dinosaur-killing asteroid that changed it. Can you even see the asteroid in this photo? 
No. no. It, is it over a black part or over the earth? It's on the black part. That's it. No. That's the, that's the asteroid that wiped out all the stars. There's 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 pieces of dust and lint on your screen that are bigger than that. <laughs> I know. I have to like I have to like scroll the screen back and forth so you can see it in the image. That's the, that dot right there in comparison to the Earth. It's like a grain of sand so, in comparison to like a boulder. That's what it looks like. So what what was it that it did? I it, think it, it ejects so much shit into the air that it starts to blanket the Earth and uh, cause a cooling. So like when uh, the Krakatoa volcano erupted in Indonesia, it was a similar thing. Not quite on the scale where the whole world's temperature went down just because it was blocking the sun for several years wow because so much uh uh material gets ejected in the atmosphere because i always read a theory of the moon was that some other planet smashed into earth and bounced off and just the the chunk that came off earth just started orbiting the earth that is correct is that what happened with the moon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just shows gravity like all the pieces couldn't escape the gravitational pull of the earth a massive impact yeah it was probably it was probably early enough to where the Earth didn't have much of an atmosphere, so there probably wasn't much to slow it down. No, it was a huge chunk, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the moon's enormous, huge. you know? And, but uh, how does everything become so perfectly rounded afterwards, then? It uh, spins and continues to get hit by stuff. Hmm. And the, um, I mean, I'm not sure it's like all like what we're thinking of as being like chunks of rock. It could be like, you know, and it's, it's a little different when everything's being shaped, but I think the moon was made in about a month, like the body. Like it collided, and then everything was in orbit, so essentially Earth had like a ring. In the orbit of the moon, and then that all condensed down to make the moon. So why does it take so long to build a skyscraper if you can make the moon in a month? <laughs> because it's not two massive bodies smashing into one another. I can tell you this. Humans cannot make the moon in a month. Yeah. Let, How about let, that? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Austin, I love this town. Our freeway system, it, the Texas freeway system in general is good because unlike a lot of states, if you see a freeway, you can get on the goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, you drive next to it. In the direction, and then you get on. Then you yeah. get on, right? In California, you can follow a freeway for like four miles, and nope, then the freeway just goes away. You're yeah. like, I, I was here a second ago, and I want to get on it. Where to go? Then you got to go down four streets and come back and loop back and go over an overpass to get to it. But no, in Texas, you can get on a freeway if you can see it. However, in Austin, it's always been a goddamn nightmare in that our freeways are not connected to one another. There's no ramps that lead from like what we call 35. Do they not to... cross though? Do they not, do they not actually go over each other at some points? They do, but there's no flyover ramps. Or there <laughs> haven't been There are ramps. on some of them. Now no. there are. Now there are. Now there are. But you would think this was ridiculous. like the equivalent of building the pyramids is yeah. building all the flyover ramps in Austin just to go from one goddamn freeway to another. Yeah. Well, right there, right there, 71 and Ben White, that area. They've been working on that for 14 years, I think, and they finally to build that up. It. You mean 35 and Ben White? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. 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 So down at Mopac and Ben White, they just finally opened one of them, and it's like it's like the greatest thing ever. It's like wow, I can actually use a freeway. Like it's a damn freeway. Yeah, they're building they're building two, and they just opened one after like what about three years of work. It's a ramp. Yeah, it's one ramp. <laughs> the, 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 the developer who was working on it went out of business and couldn't finish it because they fucked it up. Yeah, and then they got a new developer, and they found out like the the columns that were supporting the stuff were just were broken. Like they weren't good, so they had to tear down like like five of the columns yeah. of the seven. Okay, or what you just described, I'm with Gavin though. Is like that's a day. Knocking down a column? I'm like, get a guy and knock it down. Hold a contest. Let people come, <laughs> people come up with a sledgehammer and knock it down. I remember I was once filming in somewhere in like South Spain. We're filming Formula One. And we, would, we had to drive back up like really a long way to an airport somewhere. And the guy was with... Uh, there's something about people over 60. They just can't read a GPS or a sat-nav or anything. They just, they just don't know where to turn. Well, they don't want to interface with a screen. So he was like... Do I turn here? Do I turn here? I was like, no, don't turn here. He turned, and we ended up driving down this road. We we were trying to, because it was the wrong way, we tried to turn around. 
we had to drive for 40 minutes in a straight line. And we could see the other side of the road, just on the other side of the barrier, like, to come back. So you were driving the wrong way down the road? No, we, we, okay. we were driving... It was like a two-directional okay, road. Okay, we just, there was no way to loop around and go back. Until we had to drive 40 minutes through a toll booth. And then we once, turn around? once we were past the toll booth, we had to then turn around and go back through it. So pay again. Oh, <laughs> it was literally the most annoying wrong turn. So you I've went 80 minutes out of the way and we, had to pay yeah, twice for it. And we were on the, the way to the airport and missed the flight. It was top. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got it. We actually have Nepo and Race coming to Austin in November. And as, as a matter of fact, uh, flying, I think flying out to Seattle? Or no, no, no. I think flying, or no, flying back from Toronto. That's what it was. I saw the track. Like, we oh, flew really? over the track, and I got so excited. I can't imagine you... anything more boring than watching a Formula One race. Have you, have you heard I, those cars, man? I feel like. I've, I've been right next to one. I had to get a close up of a wheel spin. Yeah. And it was for the BBC, it was for Top Gear. So, health and safety was just a bag of crap. So, I'm right there, <laughs> and it goes, all right. Because what they do, they can't wheel spin from, like, turn on the engine and wheel spin. He had to do a lap and then stop for about five seconds. And in that five seconds, I had to frame up on the wheel and then focus. So I didn't have time to, like, move away. And then he just goes... And I I almost... I couldn't hear anything for about five minutes afterwards. I was like, that was the loudest. I could feel my eardrums just shaking like this. I had no ear protection. Why why the fuck did you not have ear protection? BBC sucks. That's, that's your. If, I mean, if, it's not their responsibility. Your, I'm, I'm sure it is, they, but saying, you should still know. This shot. I, I would still think you would hear this, you know, this raging car and be like, uh, "Hey guys, my ears. I'm a 12 year old boy. Dude, I need to film this." Nobody plans anything. You're in the moment. It's like I'm. I'm not gonna like ruin the shot by running away before I'm ready. So I was like right there up until the last minute, and then my ears were just destroyed by this Formula One. I think it was uh, Alonso in his Renault. I have no time. idea what that means. He's a Formula One driver. Yeah. Plus, it's you know the eighteen-year-old kid running the camera. Everyone's laughing their ass yeah, off exactly. yeah. <laughs> watching his it really It was like it was painful. It was like two knives just going. Like, blah, blah, blah. They're like, look at the dumbasses with ear protection on. <laughs> on the way back from Pax, did you see how close we flew over Mount Rainier? No, I thought no. something might have been wrong the way oh, we were really? flying right into it. <laughs> I no. made a joke to, to Jack when he was taking off. Don't fly into a mountain. Like you know how <laughs> normally it's always off in the distance, and you're like, oh look over there, that's Mount Rainier. We flew right on top of it. Like I was like, oh look, it's kind of off to the left. Now we're banking left. Oh, wow! We are headed. Yep, we're right. <laughs> yep, there it is. We're right on top of the mountain. I really we flew, see that. We flew right over it. Did huh. you see your shadow coming up on the mountain? That's no, pretty cool. <laughs> that, was, that was fucked up. Were you on the left or right side of the left? Plane? Huh? I if, could, if you I look at <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you were sitting on yeah, the same I was side. on the left side too. So I, I, I don't know. I must have. Actually, I may have been editing Abu at that point. He's <laughs> <laughs> thinking, ah, oh, the audio has gone wrong. But I really didn't have any fascination with the F1 track that's showing up here in Austin. I thought, I'm not interested in IndyCar. It's like IndyCar to us. Yeah. But somebody showed me a video online that was pretty impressive. This is the same curve on a track. And it's they, on two different races, they filmed cars. So this is GT cars versus F1 cars on the same bit of track. And GT's on the left and F1's on the right. Is that the same speed I see? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah the, those cars What's the speed difference? The tremendously G- fast. I think like 100 miles an hour faster. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, those things are jets on the ground, man. That's I, wouldn't, why I, I wouldn't even drive 100 miles an hour. Thanks, fucking dickhead. <laughs> God damn it. Somebody came in, somebody poked their head in and slammed the door. I mean, you obviously don't say anything because you see we're recording, then you slam the fucking door. Thanks. But it's why people get hit. Because even if you see one fast. come over the hill, you can't react that quickly. No, did you see the guy who was driving an F1 car and a piece of something like was bouncing on the track and hit him in the head? And like it, it, it basically it made him brain dead, I think. But it hit his helmet, and basically it's just like he didn't, you know, slowly kept going forward, hit yeah. a wall. But yeah, like they, you see this like little blip on the playback, and it's just like, oh, there's something, and then he's wow. he's dead basically. <laughs> they need windshields. 
Yeah. Well, you think like the air, you think the wind of the car would just prevent anything from getting into the cockpit because they're going so fast and they're aerodynamic, you know? Mm-hmm. They're actually well, very safe for what yeah. they are. Like, yeah, tell that to that guy. There's actually a really violent wreck that happened uh, this past weekend or the weekend before on the first turn of a big race. So, like, all these guys lined up in this one turn, like, took out, like, five cars yeah. and they're flipping and exploding. The best is when there's a massive pileup at the beginning of an F1 race. And you yeah, think, that wow, is the that's, best. Uh, that's like $100 million worth of damage right there. Yeah, it's so the about. best. <laughs> Do you like when you see like a really expensive car, like the guys racing Ferraris, and they, 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 or like a guy like speeding away in a Lamborghini from a street light, and then he immediately wrecks yeah, the car? Yeah. Is that Lamborghini? I yeah. feel like I see a lot of videos like that out of Houston or the Woodlands. I've seen a couple yeah. in the past year. The Woodlands. I, uh, I drove by, uh, I was on 35 in traffic the other day, and uh, I drove by a Ferrari sitting in traffic. Yeah. I was like, wow, why are you driving that out here? <laughs> What's the point? No, I'm, I'm excited for the F1 track, but I'm terrified about the location. Because there are, there's only really two roads that go out there, and they're both like two lane wide roads. Yeah, so and it's going to be a hundred thousand people trying to get through those two lanes. Of I've traffic. heard estimates it's supposed to be like three hours to get from downtown to there, <sighs> when normally it would take maybe thirty minutes, if that. Yeah, if that. But I know that they're busting ass right now, trying to get some stuff done. Like they're trying to build that the uh, the overpass at Riverside on uh, seventy one. I think they're trying to get that done in time for the the, the race. So that'll be at least one. Oh, are they? I thought that was going to be done for like two years. No, Again, thought, like, why can't we do things more fast? Well, oh, I thought that was thing that they're trying to get it done in time, too. Oh. It's like procrastination on a like city level. Oh, oh we've got to get it done now. Go, go, go. Well, it's all, you also see that happen like during South by Southwest. Like, there's, like, they seem to always be working on the goddamn roads during South by Southwest or like, you know, another event where a whole bunch of people come into town. I, you, know, you know what I got stopped by the other day? We were going up north to visit a game developer. And I was just about to cross, like, this little feeder road to get to the developer. And all of a sudden, the train track warnings come down, and the commuter train in Austin goes by. I was like, are you going to be kidding me? <laughs> what are the chances that we could stop by our, our one commuter train yeah. that but, we have in the whole city? The but, a guy died right by there. Yeah. Really? Do like, what? the stop before the one you're complaining about. He went, and the train hit him. He went, what, he go? He went over the tracks? Yeah. He didn't believe it? I believe no, 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 because it was a private driveway, so it didn't have the arms. Ooh, it's so he wasn't, he wasn't looking. And he just went and it hit him. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Was everybody okay on the commuter train too? Yeah, he was okay. Everybody on the commuter train was fine. Because yeah. <laughs> there were probably two people on the commuter train. I mean, no, those things are packed. Are they really? Yeah. Well, uh. yeah, let's be honest though. The commuter train that's in Austin, it, it's about. It's not even as good as most of the trains in an airport in most major cities, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, the the train you get on in the Las Vegas airport is a better, bigger train than the one we have. Well, it also so it goes to like Northwest Austin. Like the Leander Cedar Park area. It's got like two stops. Yeah, it goes like from there to downtown. It's like, how was the first stop made not from downtown to the airport? I don't know. And how was the second stop not downtown to the UT campus? I don't know. Like that, I mean, that would make so much sense. Like if you can go park somewhere and take a train to the stadium to go watch a football game. I think that was part of the first plan that got voted down like in 2000. So well, this is like what they came up with instead. Yeah. I think the, the light rail was on, was on the ballot for like 10 years until they finally got something pushed through. And it's the one that got pushed through, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I would, like, if we had something, if we had a train, like a commuter train that went from, like, Slaughter and Manshack down in South Austin to, like, downtown, I would take it all the time. I'd Bullshit, go downtown. you wouldn't, because you don't take the bus, so you wouldn't take the train. I, I would probably take a train. It seems a little bit, for some reason, like, like buses have weird connotations. Well, buses get stuck in traffic. Yeah. Trains, other people get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, like, in Los <laughs> Angeles. Like, like, I took the train in Los Angeles when I was out there for E3. I was staying, like, I was staying in Hollywood, and E3 is downtown. And I took the train every day. Like I, I walked out of my hotel, took the train to downtown, then took another train to right by the convention center. It was awesome. And I, w- I would do that. No problem. I read a story once about a guy who broke down on a train track. It was in a remote area. There was no other traffic Was this an him. episode of Breaking Bad? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> you haven't no. seen it yet. I haven't seen that one yet. Go on. So he, he breaks down, and uh, 
he's got no service on his phone. So he's like, well, I can't move my car. And it's stuck on the train track and a train might come. So he's like running around trying to find someone like there's nobody there to help him move his car. And he's there for like 20 minutes trying to figure out what to do. He ends up like walking down one end of the track. He didn't know which way a train might come. And then after like 20 minutes, a train came by, hit it, derailed. And I think seven people died. But Who imagine, the fuck couldn't push a, their own car off a track? It was like a big like Land Rover or something. Yeah, but it's a European car. Also, it's stuck over. Aren't normally railroad tracks like? Isn't there normally a hill on either side? Like you could just get it going, the momentum will take it down. Yeah, isn't it like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. Gavin, we're gonna try this. You can push a car yeah. by yourself. You could do it. We throw it in neutral. You can push a car. Well, you push my car. You just, you just lean on the damn I, thing. This, this happened. But imagine like not being able to move it. Like what would you do? What would you? What no, would I you do? Push the car. Yeah, but he couldn't push it. He, I bet he could have pushed it. I bet he, he I bet he just didn't try because he figured he couldn't do it. He's British. Yeah. <laughs> Probably he had his he emotions. Didn't care. His I don't know whatever. what I would do. Dude, I wonder, he saw those seven people die. Not a tear was given. <laughs> I wonder what the like the deadlift equivalent of lifting up a car is. If you're not like literally lifting the whole damn like thing Like you want to lift like a corner? You want to lift like the front or even say a corner. I think that's pretty fucking crazy. I always see Kathleen's jags out there in the, in the car park. I think I could lift that up. No, you can It looks like a toy. Matt's old Mini Cooper. I thought that you know that thing. If you ever got a bad parking space, you just pick the car up and move it. You know, somewhere else. It does. Feel, it felt like he was getting into a roller skate <laughs> every time I watched him get into that damn thing. Should we all try and lift up Kathleen's car? I bet. Yeah. I bet combined we could probably get a corner up. Yeah, I think we could. The if, engine's the heaviest part. Yeah, yeah, pull yeah. the engine out. But there are dudes who deadlift like a thousand pounds. Yeah. I mean, how much is the average car? I mean, a one-ton vehicle is uh, like two thousand pounds. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. One yeah. ton is 2,000 pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yep. Nope. How much is a ton? You don't know that from UK? I know, a metric ton. What's, What's a, metric a metric ton? 1,000 kilograms. Is it a metric ton? How many pounds ton? is that? I don't know. Don't oh. you all use pounds? We, we do for human weight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, every, they use stone for human weight. Yeah, that's pounds. <laughs> Stones are not pounds. 14 pounds in a stone. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> we went over this, the accuracy Jeez of Christ. stones. The stones, the stones, those are pounds. So I, you know, there are places in the world. Well, like, you use feet. That's, feet like quarter, that's, like, that's like saying like dollars or quarters. Yeah, sure, whatever. It's like because there's quarters and dollars. We're used to measure like it's like a like a foot is like a, the, the length of a foot, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that, that's where it came from. That's that is where it came from. You are and a correct. stone is is bloody a rock. It's like a there you go. Well, you know, there are, there's a place in you the world twelve rocks where they have the they have the all the standards for the measurements. Uh-huh. Where is that Geneva that they have that? Yeah, we talked about this before. Like, yeah, for, uh... somewhere holds the kilogram. Yeah, like, and that is how much a kilogram is, and, and that's the only one. And they, don't they have to account for like it losing molecules? Like, just... Yeah, they're, they're actually having to develop a new standard kilogram, a kilogram with a longer half life. And the uh, well, th- so is there somewhere in England? Is there a rock that is the stone? <laughs> yeah, it's on, it's on the Queen's crown. <laughs> it's a giant diamond. That's the stone. That's why she has so many neck issues. <laughs> but it must be somewhere like under a glass case. It's just a rock. Yeah, and it's stone. Like, That's our stone. <laughs> I read a pretty messed up story about a a couple. The guy killed himself, shot himself in the face, yikes, and donated his heart to some other guy who needed a new heart. This guy then sent a thank you letter to the family. Get out of here right? with this story. Where's the story going? <laughs> this is on Reddit. It, I, I you, saw it on you're Reddit. Right, yeah. So he sent the thank you letter to the family. Ends up marrying the wife of the guy that shot the himself. The widow. Yeah, the widow. So this woman has banged two dudes, but those, they had the same heart. Okay, look. You then, could have made a whole different analogy about a heart transferring love from one person to another, and you went immediately for the bang oh, for There's and more to it. Hold on. That guy killed himself. He did? On the same day, <laughs> On too. the same day that the first guy did. 
It's like that heart was just a suicidal heart <laughs> with a shared with a love for the same woman. Do you think that like like the guy committed suicide and the heart's like, oh finally. No, 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 no. Putting someone else. And then like I said, like, oh I've got to start over. Can they transplant plant a heart twice? I Could do- you have three dudes sharing the same heart throughout their lives? I don't know. How I don't long know? can you keep one heart going? I don't know, just keep it going forever. Just pass it down. Yeah. Would you would you feel gypped if you had a heart attack, your heart popped, and and they put in a heart, but then they said, This heart has been in eight different people. Of course you would. Or was like, Yeah, we should take this heart from a ninety five year old dude. Like, what the <laughs> But that's amazing though. That's, that's pretty damn amazing. That's just mental. Why you know, they say that people do get depressed after heart surgery, and it's actually after somebody goes through like a major surgery, there's a higher chance that they'll kill themselves, which is ridiculous because they just went through this thing that, you know, mm-hmm. saved their life. Or they could be like Breaking Bad. They could just become a criminal empire. So should we do our standard yes. standard weekly feature, which is now to – we're going to talk about Breaking Bad without saying anything about Breaking Bad. Okay. Well, let, me say how okay. Good let me talk Bad about is. Game Minder talk before about Game we do Minder. that. Uh, I want to remind everyone also that this week's podcast is sponsored by Game Minder, who uh, make the Game Minder app for the iPhone and Android. Yes, they it's do. a very handy app. You can – I held it up like I'm holding it to the camera. I know. I've got it on my phone. You can uh, track the release dates of various video games, and you get alerts and reminders about when they're coming out, and you can pre-order games directly from Amazon through the app. All right. Will you look up something for me then on the Game Minder app? Go Did ahead. I interrupt your no, – no, How no, do no, they no, make no. money if it's free? Well, you can you can buy – you can pre-order through Amazon from them. I assume oh. they have an affiliate thing. Can Go you ahead. look up Borderlands 2 for me? Uh, I've already got that saved. So that's under September 18th. Okay, so we should do a podcast play of Borderlands before Borderlands 2 comes out. And I think we should do the Mad Moxie DLC. So why don't we just game. do Borderlands 2 when it comes out? Well, I mean, we do that too. But okay. Mad Moxie's fun because it's really long, and you have to it's like round after round of killing stuff. Yeah. And I would love to get Dave in to play that. Dave? Yeah. She would be great. Someone who's never played before. I've never played Borderlands yeah. before. There's a difference really? between that. Well, that's, that's a, pro- a dirty, pro- dirty, dirty, dirty secret. I've never played awesome. Borderlands. No, I've heard yeah, nothing I've but never, good about it. I told, I told E that at, at his wedding, and he's like, what? And I was like, oh, God, yeah. You can see even like you're, that uh, how many people are interested in like the, the version on different platforms, like PC versus PS3 versus 360. Can we accept that the PS3 lost this round? Well, I, if you look here, Borderlands 2, which is a AAA game yeah. in, uh, in the Game Minder app, uh, 7,200 people are waiting for the 360 version. 1600 are waiting for the PS3 version. Yes, yeah, so we can we can say the PS3 lost this generation of the console. The, the Xbox 360 is wildly more popular. Well, well the Wii is better. At it? least in the US. At least in the US. Because, I, I mean, like, overseas, overseas in Japan. and um, How big is the market in Japan, though? I, I, it, I don't it's know. not that big. Yeah, it's shrinking. But it's, it's, it's influential. Okay, I get that. But it's kind of like the thing if, if people talk about movies and they say, oh, like, Dark Knight Rises was the most popular movie. It's like, yeah, but how popular was it in India? Yeah. India makes a lot of movies. It's like, it's, I don't think it's relevant. Yeah. I mean, Japan, well, make, well, Japan makes a lot of games, but they're not a relevant PC market or, or gaming market, I don't think. I saw Hideo Kojima at Paris. Oh, yeah, we did. So wait, what's wrong with India? Well, they make a lot of movies, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, like, but, they is... but they don't spend a lot of money. Okay. But it's like we don't we don't judge how good a game does or a movie does based on how well it did in India. So are you are you more famous if you're the number one Bollywood star or the number one Hollywood star? Oh, what are you retarded? What? Yeah, are you crazy? Name the number one Hollywood star. What? What? Why? Why name, is that retarded? Name the number one Hollywood star. Answer your own question. Name the number one Hollywood star. I don't know. Just name one. Brad Pitt. There you go. Who's the number one Bollywood star? Well, I don't know, but there's more people who would know Bollywood than Hollywood. What? But they don't spend any money on it. Yeah, he's saying, like, he's saying there's market. more. He's there's, saying, a, there's a billion Indian people. Yeah, if you want to be popular in India, they have the plague over there. No one cares about that. <laughs> wow. What? What's going on? <laughs> there's more people who know about... Nope. 
Bollywood than I Hollywood. I think the overall global market for U.S. movies is way bigger I think than, it, than I th- the population of India. If Tom Cruise and the number one Bollywood star went anywhere on the planet, nine out of ten times, Tom Cruise is going to get recognized over that other guy. <laughs> I'd go even higher than Probably that. Probably higher than the that. Guy, the guy that we can't name. Exactly. Who's the most famous person on the planet? You know, we Neil Armstrong recently <clears throat> just died. Boy, last week was a bad week to be an Armstrong. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah, Lance Armstrong got in trouble, too. What Not that Neil Armstrong was in trouble. He uh, decided—this is interesting. He decided to not fight the doping allegations for all of his Tour de France titles. Well, for his entire career, his not career. just Tour de France. Well, so they can go back and do that, can they? Yeah. Like, so basically one guy uh, at, this, at the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency— uh, he had, he said he had enough evidence to make a claim against Neil Ar- uh, Neil Armstrong, Lance Armstrong, saying that you know he doped through all of his career and they should pull all of his stuff. And he's been working on this for years and years and years. Lance Armstrong is retired from biking; like he, he just stopped. Mm-hmm. And this guy kept going after him and kept going after him. He didn't have w- one shred of physical evidence against him. All he had was testimony from his former teammates, from Lance's former teammates, that a bunch of which who have been scorned. They've also they've also been caught doping. And so now they're like they're getting they're getting all of their charges lowered or reduced to say that Lance Armstrong or you know that's part of the thing is like if they, if they come out and say Lance Armstrong was also doping then you know all of their stuff they're like oh well you're you know you're helping us in the investigation like, so we're gonna reduce they, your they he took so many fucking tests yeah. and they, he passed all of them every single one it's it's it's. Fucking and, and so he was finally he's like, you know what? Like he, he actually put he put an injunction to try to stop the investigation in, and that got declined. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. So I, he's I, confident with himself then, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he never he he doesn't he never admitted to it, and like now he you know. So they never, could strip him of all his stuff if they wanted to. They yeah. did. They are. They, they have. I, so it, I read that if um, if they then took his title and then for, I think from the first Tour de France that he won and gave it to the next player who had never had any doping allegations leveled against him, they would have to give it to the guy who finished twenty third. Yeah. <laughs> Number, the number 23rd finisher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So there if, were that many people who were... I'm going to say right now, that guy did dope. So now, <laughs> probably a good chance. Go down a spot. If Neil Armstrong I'm did making it, would, the they, would they take the moon from him? Would they say Buzz Aldrin <laughs> was first? Well, so it Neil, goes the buzz. Neil Armstrong was the guy that we identified on an earlier podcast as probably the most famous guy in the world that nobody knew what he looked like. Yeah. Like yeah. the average person... Everyone I, knows I, the name, nobody knows the face. But well, now we all do because we all seen pictures of him because of his death know, last I, I know I, I like read when that, he was young. I read that, um, you know, at the, back back when the space race was going on, it was a huge rivalry between the United States and the Soviet Union that the Cosmodrome, where they train all of their cosmonauts, that they have statues for all of their cosmonauts who were the first to do something. They have, you know, Yuri Gagarin and, like, first guy to ride a rocket, first guy in space, you know, first guy to orbit the Earth. And they have one statue of Neil Armstrong for first guy on the moon. Yeah. It's, it's the only American statue that they Why have. Why do they even bother putting that up? That's because cool. they wanted to acknowledge that they, they, they did not win that one. Oh. They have the first in every fucking other thing. That's neat. Except first on the moon. And that's like and that's the, the one. That's the, the, the that, main one. That's the one statue. And it's a very classic American thing. <laughs> they also, that they the also, Soviets have the first everything. Every single thing in the space race. They have the first everything. We were first on the moon. We win. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we declared that's what wins. We won the space race. If oh, you could be the first person on Mars... And you would survive the whole thing. You'd get back to Earth safely. But it took 10 years of your life. Would you do it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Set foot on a different planet? Yeah. You yeah. would take 10 years out of your life. Set foot on a different planet? Absolutely. Sure. I, would I mean, look at Neil Armstrong. He went to the moon. That took like a month. So. <laughs> he's got I got no, you. I feel you. He's got no regrets. Think what he could do with that month. Could have built a deck. You, would, you could have built a moon. <laughs> could have built the moon. You spit all over my hand, you asshole. <laughs> Sorry. Did you see Will I Am premiered a song on Mars? 
the very first raps or the very first song ever to get its premiere on Mars. They, like, why why they, do you qualify they, they, for did, the rap song? Did the Curiosity oh, rover kill itself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just drove off. It imploded. <laughs> the robot has more emotion than you. <laughs> oh man, the, the Curiosity thing—that is such a badass. Like, ex- I mean, like everything going on with that is so cool. And they actually—they they, had a panel. At they PAX. had a panel at PAX. The NASA JPL. Uh, that is so cool. Scientists had that, a panel. I, I still don't understand how it's different to all the other ones. It's huge. It's much it's, bigger. Yeah, it's huge. They can do a lot more with this one than they could with anything else. Like, it, like the technology in this I, thing. I, is I didn't insane. realize how they landed that thing though. That was it's impressive. Fucking cool. They right? had a sky crane. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like got boosters and then parachutes and then a thing detaches and it lowers itself on wires or something. Yeah, yeah. and then from and, the and, sky, it's and not then, anchored to anything. And then the crane, yeah, then like veers off and crashes yeah. somewhere else. It detaches and then goes crash itself. It's fucking. <laughs> it's cool. like oh, like who like there's an engineer who spent you know years developing that, yeah. working on that, spent so much money on it. You're like, yeah, it worked. Now it's gonna go crash. Yay! <laughs> well, now this thing was like because at, at one point they had seven minutes right where they had they just lost contact with with the Curiosity when it was going to land, and so it was like, all right, and it's gone. Whew. And just had to wait for seven minutes for that thing. And it's like, uh, it's what's going to happen? And then when, you know, it's like, I think they said it, we're, we're home safe on Mars. It was like, everyone exploded. I can only imagine. So is that like, what that great gift for that one guy who was like throwing his yeah. arms up in the air? Yeah. So what is the, the commu- well, how do you communicate with someone on Mars? Wi-Fi. <laughs> how do you Bluetooth? think? Bluetooth. <laughs> yell fucking loud. That's it. No, it's just, uh, I don't know, radio, I guess? Yeah. Just send radio waves. But yeah. how, what's the delay on that? Well, um, how, does, how fast I think is ready? We, the, the we actually have a guy who's an aerospace engineer who helps out around here. He came to the barbecue yesterday. David, he is also helping out with some of the immersion gags. Not to doing. be confused with Dave. Not to be confused with Dave. This is David. So he was <laughs> telling me that the, it's 10 minutes round trip. So five minutes to, to relay the message and five and minutes to get it back. And is that the speed of light? No, I don't know. Yes, that's the speed of light. Are we five minutes no, from Mars from the speed of light? Why isn't that the speed we of light? We can't transfer anything to the I speed of light. I think we're eight minutes away from We're nine uh, minutes from the, the sun, sun, right? So I would eight, think it's not quite as fast. Yeah, it's light from the sun. Is it eight? Mm-hmm. Why do I think nine? Maybe it's 93 million miles. So how far? Yeah, that's that? what it is. It is 93 million miles no, from the sun. Oh. Make, making your excuse. Oh, I was thinking of the distance. <laughs> I know. I was trying to figure out how I got it wrong. Uh, anyway, the uh, the yeah, uh, there's something I also want to talk about, though, for um, astronomy stuff. Do you familiar with the concept? Do, do you familiar? Are you familiar, okay. Gavin, with the concept that the moon landing is fake? Uh-huh. There's some people who believe that that's a conspiracy. But- but when you actually get a telescope and look at the moon and see the stuff that's on the moon, then that kind of busts that, doesn't it? Can you see the stuff on the moon? Yeah. You, uh, I don't know if you can with a telescope. but Not with a telescope, with the observatories. They, they have left, um, on the moon uh, where um, Tranquility Base was, they left reflectors. And those reflectors are pointed back where you can actually shoot a laser at the moon, and it will reflect back off. off the, Shut the I fuck up. I swear to God. Because, no, no, I, I swear to God. It's, it's a, it's a test. Do you get to witness the speed of light you, there? You can't, or is it instant? You can't see it, but you, they, basically these things like collect your reflected laser off them. I swear to God. It's I've never true. heard of that. It, it's 100% true. He, reflectors in the moon return you know fucking you guys. I no, you. I believe you. I yeah. said I'd never heard of it. I was I always amazed at the fact that we have perfect solar eclipses. The fact that it's a crazy distance. It's a crazy coincidence. Yeah, it's a coincidence that, that the distance the, from us to the moon yeah, covers like that. The yeah. sun is like 400 times bigger than the moon, but it's also... It's probably bigger than that. No, it's like around 400 times, but it's also... We're going to get it wrong no matter what. It's also about... A lot more than that. Welcome, welcome, about by the way, welcome to the science portion of our podcast. <laughs> so it's 400 times bigger than the moon, but it's also about 400 times further away 
than the moon is to us. Okay. How big is so, the moon compared to Earth? There's no way that the no, sun's only 400 it's, times it's bigger than the sun. Much, much bigger. No, it isn't. Four times smaller. So it actually gets to the point where they, are, they look the exact same size, and they also go along the exact same path and... Mm-hmm. Everything goes along the, the fact same that path, we get though. a total solar eclipse is an immense coincidence, and I don't think that happens in the solar system anywhere else, does it? With mm, their moons, probably not. You always get like a giant moon behind a tiny sun, or, or like vice versa. Oh yeah. my god! Answer: Actually, the sun's diameter is approximately four hundred times larger than wow. the moon. God damn it! Wow. Why would that? Why is no, that so crazy? Because yeah, you I, got it exactly right. No, you said you said the moon is four hundred times away. That's diameter, so that's that's one thing. There are a lot more. No, he got it right. He got it right. I'm not giving credit for that. context we're talking about, he's right. Four hundred times is. Overall, like every dimension, isn't it? Okay. That's right. Not, he, not volume. He, but. Once again, another excellent point. If he was talking about radius, 400 times would still be 400 times the radius. You were exactly right. So in short, Jack, suck, suck. No. It's a, suck no. my nuts. So we didn't ever, suck it, Jack. Let's talk about Breaking we Bad. We never talk about Breaking Bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, did you, did you watch it? Yeah. Okay, that was Wait, a, wait, before we get off astronomy, I want to say oh, something real God quick. So you see, the Hubble telescope always re- returns these photos of these incredible nebula that are just gorgeous yeah. and all stuff. Mm. Those are fake. Yeah. Those big, f- big color. Well, they're not color, are they? It's black and white. Well, yeah, and they're all like radiographs, and then they, they, yeah. but the NASA some... artists color these really? things on these yeah. photos that we see. I have but no, no idea. How do they determine what's moving towards? Because you can tell when something's moving away from Earth yeah. when it's red shifted, and if it's moving close to Earth, it's like the light that it gives right. off is red, and if it's moving towards Earth, it gives off blue light. Yes. So they must be able to see the color. No idea what you're talking no, about. So, that's correct. It's called red shift and blue shift when yeah. things are moving so fast that like it, the, the light gets almost bent, I guess, because of the great speed. So when something's moving away from you, it appears to have a reddish tint. Yeah, it's, but it's coming towards you, it's blue. equivalent to when sound is moving towards you and goes away, like the pitch drops. The Doppler it's, effect. Yeah, the Doppler effect. It's kind of like that, but okay. with light. Is the celestial body moving away from us, or the light is moving away from us? Well, both. Well, no, because we couldn't see light that's moving away from us. We don't see light from the back well, the side of the sun. the source is getting further away. Okay, I see. So the, the, the body itself is moving right. away. Okay. Well, light always moves at the same speed. Yes, Gavin, but if light, we don't see the, the, the light from the backside of the sun coming around the top. You know yeah, you do. I mean? It reflects off other things behind it. Well, that you see, but you don't see like like a bright light behind us. Like... There's not a giant mirror there. Right. <laughs> so Breaking Bad. I, I, got home, I got home from the airport, set my stuff down, and immediately watched Breaking Bad. That, that was, was that, a good that choice. Was, that was the first thing I did. Yeah. Holy shit! That, wait, wait, wait. So they ended what, the what, first half of the are you fifth actually going to do spoilers? Here? No, no, no spoilers. There will be no spoilers there. There's, so there's 16 episodes in season five, and they just wrapped up the first half. They wrapped up the first eight episodes, and I, I like, I legitimately squealed when the episode was over. I was like, oh god! And then that was it. So I will say that, including this last episode and probably the, the last 10 minutes of the previous episode. That is the fastest moving 50 minutes of television that I've ever seen. Yeah. I was commenting to Bernie this morning that if it had been The Sopranos, they needed to kill or they needed to do whatever they did. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> that um, that would have been like a season and a half. Yeah. Right. And then Bernie said, yeah, and then they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah, they would have said, well, whatever happened to so-and-so no, or something. But, I mean, it, 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 it says something about the show that there was a scene in this last episode where... I was waiting for something to happen. In my, I felt my body just tense up because I knew something was going to happen. I absolutely knew something was going to happen. Yep. And like, it says so much about a show that they can do that to you, and like, they manipulate you in such a way that like they're just you know they they know you're waiting for that, and it's just like no, we're not going to give it to you. We're not going to mm-hmm. we're going to mess with you, and it's just like, 
Oh, what man. scene are you talking about? The knock on the door scene? No, he's no, talking no, about no. the very end. I'm, okay. talking about, I'm talking about the second to last scene. I think I know the scene you're talking about. It's the knock mm-hmm. on the door. No. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. So the very end where they're, where they're hanging out? Yeah. Oh, okay. What, yeah. And okay. it's just like, like okay, like, so, which, which way is this going to go? Exactly. Like, I was, I was like looking at every part of the frame, like watching every person, like, okay, that person's a little too close to the. It's like, uh, something's going to happen here very, very bad. And, and yeah, and it's yeah. just like. Oh, but we we should we should have like a like a thirty minute spoiler cast. Why don't talk. we do it? Maybe we keep talking in, in, about it in anticipation of the new season, maybe or before we can visit. Some I, of the I, old stuff. I we do like right now, like record it now. I totally agree with him. Why so, don't we stop after this? We'll do a thirty minute spoiler cast right after this, where we talk about like you know we just talk about Breaking Bad because I mean right now it's in all of our heads and we have a bunch of good ideas about what's going to happen. We talked about doing this with Dark Knight and everyone's like, no, we should wait. I'm like, we all just saw it. We recorded the spoiler cast when we saw no, it. No, we all agreed. We just didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Jack was the one who disagreed. Do you know what? I want to do Breaking Bad. I'm with you. Let's me and you do it. If Gus doesn't want to be part of it, I'll take part. Get out of here. I would say we get Joel in, too, how, if, how if you've just, seen it, but I don't know if you've seen it. No, that guy's a fucking grump. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> uh, how, how are we going to distribute I mean, How are we going to distribute it? Just tack it on to the end of this podcast? Sure. Uh, or can we do it in a separate podcast? We can just do it off the site and not off iTunes, where we are featured as the top gaming podcast according to iTunes. Did you understand the end of... Dark Knight Rises. I understand pretty much everything that I see. Just so you know. What, what, <laughs> what is there not to understand? It was, it was pretty confusing, but what, uh, what tripped you up? It didn't trip me up. It just someone, Spoiler alert, by the way. I just, didn't know, I just didn't know how he survived. And then I, someone told me. I was like, oh, that's clever. Well, they said, they, 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 they said they, he fixed the autopilot. Yeah. I, I just missed that. Oh. And it was very subtly said. It's not like... Not really. <laughs> it was, it was of, Lucius walked up to it and he's like, oh, like the autopilot's yeah, broken. Yeah, but he had to remember like, that he said that. They, they brought it up like three times yeah. during the movie. There's uh, there no subtlety there. That's subtle to me. I didn't mean, yeah, know that he said it. If anything, I he, thought they, they repeated it too much. I was yeah. getting annoyed because I was like, okay, he's obviously going to fix the autopilot oh, and that's yeah, going to be something at the end. Even, like, even it's funny because I had Dave. Even as he was flying <laughs> off, even as he was flying off there, Dean is like, sorry, autopilot's broken. And then he like he takes off. And so, yeah, come on, they give it to you right there. All right. Cool. Good, good Batman impression, by the way. Thank you. Got your Bane. Where's Bane? I saw, I saw Batman at PAX. Well, I saw, we saw Banes all over, especially at Fan Expo, because Fan Expo is more of a Comic Con, so there's a lot more cosplay and stuff. Every time a Bane walked by, I asked permission to die. <laughs> and like half of them just had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. What I was talking about. I don't have a good Bane muffle thing here. Miles and I were doing, <laughs> having so much fun doing Bane on the last live cast that we did. It was uh, a blast. During the gummy bear thing, we were yeah. doing our Bane. We had our cups. <laughs> you looking for your cup? Yeah, you need a glass to do it. Anyway, so but yeah, okay, so okay, so we'll do a spoiler cast for Breaking Bad. I'm I'm cool right after this. Like I got I got my work done today. Or do you want to? So do you want to end this and do it? I yeah, never want to end the podcast. Wait, yeah. Let me look at my notes. See if there's anything else we want to talk All right, about. Well, let's, uh, let's start wrapping this up then. Gus, Gus, what notes do you have, Bunny? What else at PAX did you see, Gus? Um, I saw the people playing Halo Four. You can you can you can shoot a Magnum and hold a flag. Now we didn't mention that. Oh yeah. Uh, what the fuck are you kicking me for? So I did. Didn't mean to. Uh, what else did I see? I saw no. I saw the AC3 booth, but I didn't actually see what they were showing. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed does look great, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Borderlands 2 looks awesome. It's coming out soon. Uh, Tomb oh, Raider. I saw Planet Side 2 was there. Yeah, Planet Side 2 oh, looks oh, awesome. What's the story of Planet Side 2? I, I didn't get a chance to play it. I walked by it like, a bunch of times. I didn't get to really sit down with it. It's a good cosplay girl. I so. either want to play Firefall or Planet Side 2 between now and the time that Halo 4 comes out. Firefall's pretty fun. Well, do you, do we, you have a beta code? Yeah, we have we have friends at Planet Side too. I, yeah. could, I could I could contact people there. I would love to get a I would love to get a beta code for either Planet Side two or for oh, Firefall. Got to talk about Trouble in Terrorist Town. Oh yeah, so C Nanners told so, us about this. Yes, yeah, so we went to we had drinks with C Nanners one night, and uh, we were talking about unconventional games. First, I'm going to talk about Spy Party. Okay, so you were talking about unconventional games, and uh, he was talking about this game called Spy Party. It's in beta. You can go to like SpyParty.com, I think, where there's two players. One 
is a player that's like at a party in a group of or in a room filled with AI characters. I already like this. And he's a spy, and you're, as a spy, you have to accomplish like five different tasks. The other player uh, is a sniper who sits outside the party trying to figure out which player in the part or which which character in the party is the human, and he has to shoot the human and only kill the human. So like the the the, the spy at the party has to go and like inspect a statue, you know, pass some information with someone, and do all these tasks while the sniper's watching, trying to figure out. Which in this crowd is the human and kill that one? Yeah. So it's like deception trying to throw it's one each other one. off. And you have like five minutes to accomplish this. Yeah. That's awesome. That but the, really the cool. AI will do the same kind of stuff. Like if you have to go and look at a vase, the AI will also just pick up that vase and look at it too. So it's not just like if you spot the one person doing it, that's it. You know, it's cool. It's really, it's, really it's, cool. It's really tense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, so he, he C9 was talking about that game. He also mentioned this, uh, this game type for Gary's Mod called Trouble in Terrorist Town. Where um, essentially everyone, you know, it's like everyone's like a terrorist from Counter Strike, and some a very small number of people on the team are traitors, and traitors can identify who other traitors are, but the innocents don't know who the traitors are. So the innocents who have to try to figure out who a traitor is and kill them, and the traitors have to kill all of the innocents. So uh, it's kind of like that that mafia game that you used to play on forums, Mafia like, Wars. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, not that. No, well, not it's like, like, like some private messages and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, so it's just he said it's just really tense where everyone's like talking on Skype and you're trying to figure out, and then like at the end, it's just like it's like a like a twist in a movie where it's like, you know, your buddy you think was your friend all along turns out to be the traitor and like he murders <laughs> you and it's like no, I thought I trusted you. <laughs> and he was saying like there's like one room you can go which like will verify whether or not someone's an innocent or a traitor, and like, so it's like the lights green or red, so it'd be like okay, no, you go first. No, fuck you, you go first. So why would anyone go in that room? Well, no, that's the thing is like so like someone will go in and like hit the lights green, like someone else go in and hit the lights green, like okay, now it's your turn. <laughs> start like gunning down everyone. So how long does a game of that take? I have no idea. I don't know. But it sounded fun. That sounds like the kind of game you have to be like. You have to play with friends and like be on Skype. That sounds like it'd be some a kind fun, of voice chat. Fun let's play. It'd be a lot of fun let's play. But I think if we had like a lot of people and like eight people in, it'd be really cool. Yeah. And record just like four of us. Yeah, there's enough of us that work. You here. know what I was thinking about for a let's play that we should do? We should play Griff Ball. Have four like have like four of us be on a team for Griffball and, and go play Griffball. That'd be fun. We're gonna do a um, we're original Griffball team. We're gonna do a land yeah. party with the Guardians from RTX here at the studio oh, when yeah? Halo Four comes out. So oh, cool. Griffball will be a great thing to play on. I'm in. I'll play. Nice. Been a long time since we did like a good old fashioned land party. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's let's wrap up so we can do our break about. Where game. are we gonna go to lunch? <laughs> I, what are you talking about? I had gummy bears. Man. I know. I had two, I had like five or six handfuls. I could go for some barbecue. I haven't had like Rudy's like some good barbecue in a while. All right. Let's do that. Let's go do it. Bye. Okay, now this is the start of the Breaking Bad spoiler podcast. Mega spoiler. If you're interested in watching the show from the beginning or getting caught up, do not listen to this. We're heavily discussing it. You've been warned. This is your final warning. And if you haven't watched the show, seriously, watch the show and then come back and listen to this. Because, I mean, watch watch all five seasons or all four and a half seasons. (laughs) Come back and then listen to this. Okay, so season five just wrapped up uh, Sunday night, a couple nights ago. Yes. And... The uh, I think in the, just you know the podcast we just finished recording you were talking about the tenth scene you're talking about the pool scene I was talking about the pool scene because I mean like you're sitting there this whole episode in like you know God the, the, that's that great great scene with the pile of money where where Skyler's just like what how much more do you need mm-hmm. you know it's like th- this is you know that that giant giant mound of cash and then you know so finally Walt kind of was like all right I, I'm out I'm done like this is it I, I've accomplished my goal of being able to take care of my family forever I, I don't understand why he did that though didn't he just in the other episode say he's in the Empire building yeah. business so why is he out now well I think I think it was one of the things where it's like you know the the death of Mike like shooting Mike rattled him mm. a lot 
I mean, because I mean, he shot Mike in cold blood. Like even he even said like I could have gotten the list from Lydia, uh, Lydia. and it kind of I think that really kind of like you know he at that point was realizing how much of a monster he was becoming. Like he's Heisenberg. Yeah, yeah, that was Heisenberg. And like, but I mean, Heisenberg shot Mike, but then Walt came out and talked to Mike. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely that weird sort of you know duality of the character. Yeah, I mean, the, one of the first episodes of this season, they had him get that hat back. Oh, that yeah. was a big deal. Well, that, yeah, that was mm-hmm. when they because they, they had the Pontiac Aztec. That was a great episode. That was the the Rian Johnson episode with the uh, the uh, what, um, what was the name of that that dubstep song? Like oh. Crossfire, whatever the name oh. of. Anyway. So, someone on the Breaking Bad subreddit talked about how. This episode started with the fly mm-hmm. and how, you know, Walter stares at it and then lets it go. Talking about how the last time, he, you know, he started the fly, like, I guess his sense of perfection and his attention to details forced him to chase the fly down and get rid of it. And he was a much tighter then. And now he doesn't have that same attention to detail. And that's what the fly is. And he lets it get away. Just like he leaves the fucking leaves of grass book on his goddamn toilet. <laughs> uh, why, if you're going to keep that, why would you just tear the fucking page out? Like, why would you even keep that at yeah. all? It, yeah. just, it just goes to show that there's so many things to keep up with. Like, even when uh, Skylar said, "We, I don't know how much money this is. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I have. She talked about weighing it, but she's mm-hmm. like, I just can't even count it anymore. I can't spend it. I certainly can't launder it. It's just, yeah. this is it. It'll take 100 car washes, 100 years to do this or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's yeah that's goddamn that's such a great thing. And then we had that that last bit at the end because it's like and like Walt and Hank were talking about like chemistry about making they were talking about like making coffee or something. And then Marie and Skyler were saying something. Beer, think, yeah, yeah, beer, yeah. And then Marie and Skyler were talking about something, and it's like that you know it's it's Walt Junior pushing Holly around. It's like someone's about to get shot. Like because yeah. <laughs> at that point it sounds like you know Walt was out. Like he he, he checked out and he was done. And um, well, uh, the, the real tale was when Skyler smiled at him. You're like, uh oh, now everything's gonna fall apart. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, and then, then Hank, even like Hank going, I was like, Hank's gonna find something on a counter. And then it's like, he sits down on the toilet, and it's like, sure enough, uh, Hank just solved the biggest case okay, of his career. So, does that the- house not have another fucking bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why did he go into the master bedroom bathroom that's only accessible if we're going through the master bedroom? That's They've true. They've actually never shown another bathroom, but like, where does Walt Jr. go? Like, do they all share that one bathroom? Does he have to? Go through there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the geography of that house. So you got to figure like the the walkway. Like so, you walk down the hallway, and Junior's room's on the right, and then the bedrooms the end. But there's also the, there's the also nursery. The, the nursery's on the, right. on the right, and then on the left is the uh, the closet the, with the, the water the heater. water the water mm-hmm. heater with the hole. So you think there'd be another bathroom there? Because well, then I guess the master bedroom bathroom look, backs into there. <laughs> look, it's 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 got established for narrative brevity. You know, oh, yeah. can I use the bathroom in your room? Sure. <laughs> you know, no, I just use the bathroom. But he's, he's, he's dropping a deuce too. He probably went as far away in the house as possible. That is also, true. That bathroom door is like it's slatted. It's like that's so inefficient. Like the, the, you're not containing <laughs> anything in there, man. I like the way you think, Gus. That's funny. I thought about this extensively. But I mean, like it's you. You knew this was going to happen at some point, and I had. I mean, like it still caught me out of, of you know completely off guard. Like I knew at some point Hank was going to put things together. Honestly, at this point, I thought Hank may have been suspecting Walt. Yeah, that was I mean, a popular theory. Yeah, I mean they've been hinting at stuff in. And uh, for a long time, I mean, and, you know, even like that conversation. That, I mean, the conversation where Walt was talking about Heisenberg at the, at the dinner table, and then like, like, oh, we caught him, and then you know, Walt's like, I don't think you got your guy. And it's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing, Walt? And yeah, and um, but goddamn, that, it, was a, it was a nice little touch how they threw the audio in from the old conversation. Oh yeah, that's you always know. great to have a flashback that leads up to a realization. That's yeah, great. yeah. Uh, the, the look on his face, like when he looks down and the camera's looking at him, and he like has that slow look up. And yeah, he's got that awful. Awful dread on his face. Well, I mean, think about this too. It's like hey, this has been right under Hank's nose the whole time, and even so, like if Walt confronts Hank, 
in the, in the way, in the manner that Walt confronted Skyler. Because remember, Skyler's like, I could go, you know, I could tell everyone about this. And he's like, well, you're just as, you know, just as guilty as I am. And he, and like, she rattled off some excuses and he was able to just burn every single one of them. I mean, I, I don't, I, I can see him trying to do that with Hank, but I don't think he could pull it off. No, not at all. Do you, do you, I mean, fuck, how is this going to, like, I have no idea how this is going to turn out, man. Like, I, I can't imagine Hank approaching Walt. Well, I, I mean, not, not right away. Not right away. I mean, he still, even even with that, he still needs some sort of proof. Like, what it, is the next season going to be about? I the mean, the next in, half? Was it 12 episodes? Eight, eight episodes. Well, I mean, so you're going to have, Jesse has to find out about Mike. That's probably going to be an arc. They got to deal with that magical girl. That's Lydia. Just, she drives me crazy. Uh, I, I assume Hank's going to continue to try to pretend like everything's okay with Walt while he sets up surveillance and works on things on the back end to try to get proof. Yeah. And at this point, Walt is out. So theoretically, he's you know going to be lax about things and might let stuff slip. Also, um, how does Hank build a case? Because he remember, he went against the director and was investigating the case after the director said, cut this out. Yeah. And then all those nine guys died. You know, Ten with, guys. With, no, they, they didn't they, show the lawyer. They didn't show the lawyer. No, but the lawyer was on the phone, wasn't he? No, that was an inmate. He was in an orange jumpsuit. Oh, I thought that was a lawyer. Uh-huh. I thought the, the one, one of the first guys, gets, like the guy got stabbed multiple times in the chest. I thought that was the lawyer. But you're talking about every guy except the one who got burned. My God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that dude. was so brutal. Here's, oh. what, here's what I learned from watching this last episode of Breaking Bad. I never want to be killed in prison. Like, ever. <laughs> Whenever I heard about people getting stabbed in prison, I seemed just like, uh, one stab. <laughs> Holy shit, like, <laughs> four dudes or whatever just, like, stabbing his person. Uh. They had double-fisted. <laughs> like, oh. No, no, he, they, killed, they killed everyone. They, even the lawyer. They're all dead. I saw screenshots of compilations of all the murders, and there's only nine of them. Okay, but well, they're all dead. Like, come on. Like, they're, they're, there's no way they, they let one slip. Uh, well, listen, if they came back and said the lawyer was dead, I'd be totally fine with that. Because they, they got everything. Yeah, but they didn't acknowledge it. But no, because if... He uh, even said if, nine guys. Yeah, he said nine guys, but then the, and then Lydia said, no, there's oh, ten. No, no, he's right. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Uh, because the lawyer was in jail. Yeah. The lawyer would be in jail at that point because they caught him in the in the safety deposit room. So he would be oh, in jail. Oh, 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 oh. I was yeah. thinking of the lawyer representing the guys, not the lawyer. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was him. The, yeah. the one who turned on Mike. You're yeah, right, that was yeah. him at the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, so all, all ten guys, otherwise, that last guy would be in fucking safety protection. Like, they would they would have locked him down, I imagine. It was awesome how, you know, he insisted it all had to be done in one minute. Two minutes. They're like, oh, we can't do it. Two minutes. But they did in one, didn't they? No, two, no, two minutes. Because okay. the clock rounded. God, dude, oh, that, that, was, that, that was a sequence with the music was oh. kind of creepy, and you just standing there. By the way, how long did it take him to finally use the song Crystal Blue Persuasion? <laughs> my, my wife was like, what is this song? I was like, have you never heard this? She's like, no, this is perfect. Why have they never used it before? I, why is it the theme song for the show? It's like when they use it, it's like, you know there's some guy in the room going, we got to use it this week. Like, Bill, calm down. <laughs> yeah. It's coming. Oh, that song was uh, Bonfire. That was the dubstep song. But yeah. anyway, um, fuck, this is such a great season, though. It's, I mean, it's, again, like like last season, it just it felt like this slow, slow build. To up to like the final three episodes where you know where you know Gus gets his face blown off and like the whole thing with the, the other cartel leader where they poison him and everything like everything just like led up to that and was like oh my god and this season similar to that where it started slow but it was just placing it was putting everything in place season. it's only half a season yeah. eight episodes and they, like this is goddamn this is some of the, this is some of the best writing and like even the, even the, like the cinematography this last episode did you see all of all the, the transition yeah stuff? The, well i mean all the transition stuff like when he said you know let's get to work what i mean lean yeah. out and pop back up and it was he was in you know in his outfit but they there was a lot of uh m- like mirrored illusions where like you know the uh the scene on the uh the cat scan they're, yeah. Like someone actually there's a there's an animated uh gif on reddit where they took that that's from i think the pilots actually yeah, and they they mirrored uh, they, it was like almost an identical shot. I mean, like they lined it up damn near perfectly. There were a lot of them. There were a lot of references too, like the painting he was staring at. The yeah. fly. The fly. Yeah, the yeah. fly. Do you remember the, the whole episode where they spent trying to find the fly? Yeah, it was tons of callbacks to 
past episodes. And yeah. then they had that really, really awesome moment between Walt and Jesse when they oh. said, basically were saying goodbye and reminiscing. Yeah. That was like that was incredible to me. That, that relationship is so complex. Well, well, the, 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 there was a funny image that was captioned on Reddit where uh, someone just captioned Jesse like hiding the bong, and they just wrote, "Thinks Walt is trying to kill him, still hides the bong anyway." <laughs> yeah. No, like that look on Jesse's face when he looks out the window and he kind of like his eyes sink in, and he walks towards the camera away from the front door, and then he walks back, and it's like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, okay. And then at the very, very end, you know, he pulls, he gets those bags of cash, and he's like shaking, opening up the bag because like. At this point, he knows Walt could just straight up murder him. What do you think he gave him in the bags? Five million dollars. That's Walt, right? He just gave him his right. straight five that's million. Yeah, assume. yeah. Okay. And then you know, then but then he pulls out the gun. It's like, oh fuck, he was getting the gun. Like yeah. that's exactly what he was doing. He was walking off to go get his gun for fear that Mister White's about to murder him. Yeah, Mister White. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah. He said, "I'm the one who knocks." Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and when, he, when so when every time Walt knocks on a door, it makes me nervous. Yeah, but I mean, like that right there, that shows whatever little shred of humanity is left in Walt. I mean, that's you know, it's. I mean, Jesse's been around for the whole thing. Like, I think I don't think Walt could ever do anything bad to Jesse. Like I don't, I don't, or at least directly harm Jesse. <laughs> you know, like he's done plenty of stuff around him, but I mean, I, I can't imagine him, you know, holding a gun to Jesse or doing anything to him. I can. I who do you, okay? Who do you think? Assuming Walt's gonna die next season or the end of the season, which is one path this could go, who do you think would be more likely to kill Walt? Would it be Jesse or would it be Hank? Between the two of those, uh, I think Hank, out of anger and rage, um, I, I, I think that Walt's gonna kill himself. Really? Because they keep showing that fucking ricin tablet and showing how it's like in the bedroom right behind that wall. They socket. did bring that ricin tablet back. And they show it so much, it's like he's going to take it. That's the ultimate end. Like he built it, he created it to kill someone or have an ace in the hole. And it's, that's his ultimate ace in the hole. His escape is to die and to kill himself. That would be interesting. Yeah, I never thought about that. And like ricin doesn't show up as a, like it, it's, it's tough to show that someone got poisoned, right? right? I think they said in the show that you had to like run special tests looking for it yeah so theoretically he could kill himself and maybe get insurance or whatever like it makes it seem like you know Mm -hmm. like something you know natural causes because i mean like the the very first scene of the season was the uh you know he has a full head of hair but he's coughing in the bathroom with that you know giant fucking gun Mm -hmm. and it's like okay we're and then then that's we are what nine months away from that now i guess or no god or i don't remember eight months no eight i mean eight months away in the show timeline because three months passed between jesse quitting and the um yeah jesse jesse leaving and then him and todd working together i forget at the beginning of this season when he's you know eating the breakfast what number does he 52 oh i thought he spelled out 51 no 51 51 was the birthday they had this year where skylar walked into the pool that was 51 and then 52 was was the beginning of this last episode. So somewhere in this next, you know, he's got eight months in the show's timeline to get to that point. So mm. you got to figure he's going to start growing hair again. Or are they going to tell him, like, oh, your cancer's gone? Because he's, you know, or yeah, I, I see he's shaving his head. Gonna get him. You, don't th- you don't think so? I think cancer's going to get him. Oh, really? I, that's what I think's going to hmm. happen. But what the fuck was that gun? Like, what, or what Skyler is Skyler could kill him. <laughs> yeah, I'm rewatching the, uh, everything right now. I'm in the middle of season three, so I can't wait to rewatch the season that just passed. Yeah. And, uh, well, someone someone made a point that if you, if you were to watch one episode a week between like now like like on on uh, Sundays or whatever when it would normally air, if you watched one episode a week like from season one episode one, you would you would basically be able to catch up to where we're going to end up next season. Like uh, exactly, I would say be, this is one of the shows. It's impossible to watch impossible. one a week. Yeah, I, got, I think I first got it on Netflix on DVD before yeah. uh, I canceled my DVD subscription and. 
I was just on just for the just on a whim, just for the hell of it. And I was like, holy shit, cancel everything else in my queue. This is all I want. <laughs> yeah, it's a great show, man. It's a really great show. But uh, I mean, goddamn, like yeah, so. Uh, uh, Jesse will live. Jesse's Jesse, gonna live. Jesse's got to get away. Je- Jesse and fucking Holly are like the only untainted characters on that show, really. Yeah. I mean, even Walt Jr. got busted trying to buy alcohol. I mean, you think Jesse's untainted? He fucking shot Gail in the face. Uh, maybe not in, untainted, but. <laughs> Like pure of heart, would that be too too far? I mean, like Jesse, like he was a kid essentially when he met Walt. It's hard to imagine like Jesse in Walt's class, like go back <laughs> that far because that's what it was. Yeah, right? yeah, he was a student. He was a student of Walt's at one point. It's like mm-hmm. that'd be like the weirdest flashback ever. <laughs> well, I mean, like even like I mean, there were allusions this episode too when Walt was talking with uh, Lydia. And she said, we're going to make a lot of money together, which is – that's the same line that Tuco threw out yeah. at the end of season one. But, um, yeah, like even there was that weird sort of almost sexual tension between the two of them that he had with the chick from Grey Matter. Yeah. And, like, there was a lot of what, stuff. What's funny is, like, I was watching that cafe scene between the two of them with my wife, and my wife was like, oh, my God, he's totally going to have an affair with her. They're going to do it. I was like <laughs> – I was like, no, he wants to kill her. And then she walks off and you got, he's got the rest. I was like, see, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? I don't know. She was pretty hot in this episode, I got to say. Something about like a woman who's in charge like that is pretty, pretty I, hot. I feel like there, there was one like little detail I noticed about her when she's in the cafe. You know, I, I, like she's got her hands. She's like they're around the coffee cup. That she takes the time to paint her nails, but they're all really short. Like oh, she's yeah? constantly chewing them. Huh. Like uh, it's, it was like one of those weird things where it's like obviously she's a very nervous character, but she still wants to put on this facade. It's like a, that tiny little detail. And I gotta say too, where is that coffee shop? Like, was that in Texas or in Albuquerque? I think it's Albuquerque. So she flew out there to meet with Walt. I assume so. Huh? Because that's one weird thing they really don't bring up a whole lot. Well, but it's I like think, I think Walt said you traveled all this way oh, okay. or something when they met. But yeah, because she's based in Texas, right? Like, Houston. Yeah, and so you know have to go back and forth. But man, that, like, she just rides a train. <laughs> the, the the meth train. Takes yeah. it over. Oh, God. There have been so many great episodes this season. Fucking Todd, that weird character that you knew someone was up with him when he spoke when he wasn't supposed to be talking. And it's like, oh, some, something's on with this guy. Yeah. And then he's, he's just a fucking beast, man. Like, he has no heart at all. I mean, he just he just wants to work or make money. I don't know what his – I guess he just wants to, I don't know, be, be a criminal. I, I guess so, man. But it's like, like – His uncle and that, that, whole, that whole crew was like – it was really much more above and beyond what I was expecting, like with all the fucking yeah, Nazi tattoos, the swastikas and SS and everything like that. It was, yeah, that was, that was pretty pretty intense. It reminded me a lot of uh, like Oz. I don't know if you ever watched that show mm-hmm. on, on HBO, but I never like, did watch that show. It's a great show. And the dude from Portal Two, like a yeah, J.K. Simmons. He's like a like a Nazi butch queen, right? Or yeah, something like? uh, I want to say queen, but he's 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 a he's like the head the Sister? kingpin Nazi. Oh, I see. Okay. And uh, Christopher Maloney's on that show. It's God, it's such a great fucking show. That, that that's a good show for you to catch up on though. Because the whole thing. Sorry, guys. Someone's printing. I printed something. It better be a Breaking Bad spoiler, otherwise we're gonna have some words. Um, Hire some dudes to pound some knives on you. So we've got eight episodes left. Okay, three people that you want to die before the end of the series. Skyler. What? Skyler. Really? I fucking hate her. Anytime she's on screen, I'm like this fucking bitch. You know, I I hated her a lot, and I've I've grown not respect for her, but I I like I feel for her now. Like after all this shit's gone down, like she's been put through hell. That scene earlier in this season when he's she's like, "We're getting the kids out of the house," and he's like, "What's your plan?" Yeah, she's like saying, "I'll just do this." He goes, "They won't work as this." What's your plan? Yeah, because I don't know. Like that was a great scene. Why, Why doesn't she just leave? Does she need a plan? I, I, I don't think know. it's like a lot of people. It's like when it's like every how many 
fucking times did they make about half a million dollars each and then lose it immediately? Yeah, yeah. That happened like six times in the series. Yeah. And now it's like finally, okay, now we're making the money. See, it finally kicked in. They just like – they just didn't stop, you know? No. And how much money do you think was in that stack? The, the one in the, in the shed? Yeah. <sighs> it – what the fuck was that? Um, Electri- electricians are here working on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say eight figures, like eight. more more than ten million. More than ten million. I, oh yeah, easy. I think because I mean, think about. I guess that bag was fifty five, or five yeah. in two duffel bags, and yeah. you draw that out. That's got to be like five hundred million or something. Oh, you think it's five hundred million? I was just say like twenty five million. I would, I'd say I'd say maybe fifty. Hmm. I, so. I mean, she takes more money than we could spend in ten lifetimes. Well, okay, we, someone needs to look at a still image of that and figure out the width and height of those stacks. And Denominations, then, though. Well, but you, okay. but you can do a range if it's yeah. all ones or if it's all hundreds. Well, no, it was either twenties or fifties, is what it was. But like, you could see the twenties and fifties. There were hundreds too, weren't there? Were there? I think there were. Okay. Don't well, then you could do like okay, if they, theoretically, if they're all hundreds, theoretically, if they're all fifties, theoretically, if they're all twenties, and do some average out. I'm sure, like that would be the way to go. But I mean, I, I don't know. Three people I want to die. I kind of, I kind of have a feeling like maybe Gomi's gonna die. Like for the longest time, I feel like there was a rumor, there were, or there was speculation that Gomi. Um, Who's Gomi? Gomi is Hank's number two. Hank's partner. The oh, Gomi. Okay. Yeah, the, the one who busted the, the lawyer and and then that great face. <laughs> yeah, like, that was a great. <laughs> was like, hey. But no, there was speculation that he may be, uh, he may have been a Fring plant. Because apparently Fring had someone on the inside, I right? I suspected that the former head of the of the of that office was a plant. The old guy. He may have been, honestly. Because he, he was the one who kept telling Hank to shut the investigation down and yeah. it wasn't worth it. It's like well, everyone was telling Hank to do that, you know. So, it, but like, but Gomi, he, he was doing that a lot, where he'd be like, okay, maybe maybe this is, maybe we need to worry about this. Maybe we just move on. And like, he kept pushing stuff like that. It was like, God damn, why is he trying to get Hank off this so much? And then. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there are people that he has that he had on the inside. But I'm then, praying to God. The god of television, that by the end of the series, Hank's wife gets killed. Hurry, <laughs> dude! I can't. You want Skylar to die? That what? Skylar's okay. awesome, but Hank's wife, I just can't stand. So, I used to hate her more when she did the shoplifting and all that other shit. Uh, now she's yeah, she's oh, annoying. Wait, but that's she's Marie. Not that's Marie. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Oh, you're talking about oh, Marie, Hank's right? wife. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I, th- I thought you were talking about Skylar. No. Yeah, Marie. Yeah, she could die. <laughs> if you don't like the color purple, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she just annoyed. She just annoyed the hell out of me for yeah. so long. She's show. like, a, she's like a weird eye thing too. Where yeah. like one of her eyes is kind of twitchy a little bit. There was a and, and the, the chick from Magical Lydia. She's uh, she drives me insane. I love her. There was a, another great still image with a caption on Reddit from this week's episode when you know Walt or sorry when Hank shows up and he's making the drinks and he asks um, Walt rocks. Oh yeah, they, they replace it with minerals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, okay. So someone also pointed out too. Um, so Mike took his drinks with rocks, and like oh, there, yeah. there was a scene, that scene where he basically told Mike, "Give me, give me a chance alone with Fring, and I'll take uh-huh. care of him." And then Mike beat the shit out of him. Right. When he ordered his drink, uh, Hank or Hank, uh, Walt clearly said, "Like no, no, no ice for me." And then you know, and then Mike took his on the rocks, and now that you know Walt killed Mike, now suddenly he takes it like Mike used to take it. And, and also so. uh, the same thing with the sandwich from the guy he killed in the first season oh, yeah. when he took the plate down. The guy. Cut off, cut off the, the crust. Took the crust, and now Walt does that as well. Yeah, so it's kind of some weird sort of absorbing, absorbing thing. Heisenberg <sighs> absorbs the. He's just so uncertain. Strength of anyone that he kills. So Gian Esposito is that the guy's name? The guy who's Fring. Yeah. Um, he was nominated. He's got nominated for a, a supporting actor for a Emmy. So did Emmy nominations come out? Yeah. Oh, yeah wow. it, it, in like two weeks. Yeah. Him, wow. and, him and uh, Aaron Paul both got nominated for supporting actor. Um, uh, obviously, Cranston got nominated again for uh, main actor. Um, Cranston's won like. What, three out of the four times he's been nominated, I yeah, think? Yeah, I think so. So, 
But yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, Esposito, goddamn, like, Gus Fring was such an awesome fucking you character. Know, you talk, talk about Brian Cranston winning the Emmy. I saw an interview with him, like, on, I don't know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel or something a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And he comes out, and it's Brian Cranston. He's all goofy and, you know, making jokes and laughing. I'm like, that's the same guy who plays fucking Walter White, you know? Yeah, and then they show a clip, and he's, you know, badass. And, <laughs> you know, uh, it was so seasoned looking. Have you, have you seen the, the outtake reels from Breaking Bad? I don't think so. There's a great one from season two where it's it's uh, at some point uh, Walt walks out of a, like an office or something like that. And he has a, his box full of stuff. And it's like I think he got he, when he got fired or he quit being a teacher or whatever. And he had a box full of stuff and poking out of the box was an Emmy. <laughs> it's like walking to a car with an Emmy in the box. It's like, ah, that's funny. The, uh, I'd say just in general over the course of the series. I can't recall like a low point or anything like that where like where it got slow. Maybe some of the Gale stuff, but it's like the, then that was during the whole Gus Fring era. Yeah. Where, the the where Gale you, stuff was so awesome though. Yeah. Where, where do you fall on the plane crash? I just don't really get. I, don't get I feel like that much. was forgettable. That that oh, I think they've gotten away from it, which is great because I mean that was that was the most unrealistic thing of a show where a guy breaks bad and, and becomes a meth kingpin. The plane crashing above his house. Was the like, the most unrealistic thing on the whole show? Yeah, and I, I, I kind of didn't like how they built that whole season. Like you didn't know what was going on. There was that toy. In yeah, the, pool. The, the, was, like, the pink teddy bear. Stuff's in the pool. burned. There's body bags. It's like, oh, you think it's gonna be a meth explosion or something's gonna happen? It's like, no, no. There, there was a two planes collided above his house. And, yeah, that, that was a little little too convenient. A little too like okay, that's. <sighs> but I like Jane. You know, like do you think do you think uh, uh, Jesse will ever find out about Jane or Mike? Uh, I I don't know how he, I, I know he'll that he'll have to find out about Mike somehow. I don't know if Todd will tell him That's or true. what. Yeah, Todd knows. So. Uh, but I don't know how he could ever find out about Jane. But I feel like maybe Walt would tell him. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah. Yeah, that would be serious. Jane, I assume, is the girlfriend who died? Yeah. yeah. Don't trust the bee in apartment 23. Oh, yeah, that's her, isn't it? That's her. <laughs> I, like, yeah, there was an ad for that show with Brian Cranston in it, too. Was like, there? Yeah, like, like, like her former roommate or whatever. It was weird. Um, what the? F- what are you guys talking about? There's, there's, a, there's a show on ABC called "Don't Trust the Bee" in Apartment 23, and like, the actress who plays Jane is the lead in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's like B star 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 or whatever. Ah, oh, I got you. Yeah, I hate it. I've never seen an episode. I just make fun of it. Yeah, because it's a That's stupid a name. Good thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> but um, God, like there's so like I'm trying to think of like stuff they need to wrap up, but they've been really good about kind of catching loose ends and pulling them back in. Yeah, I um, mean, I mean the big thing is, I guess. Okay. Um, well, fair enough. Uh, find Jesse finding out about Mike, Jane, the kid. Oh, the kid. That they poisoned the kid. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and that's. I mean, that was a scene this season that Aaron Paul should win an Emmy for alone was when he found uh, the cigarette. Yeah. And he's just fucking just wailing and sobbing. You're yeah. Like, Holy cow, that guy is chewing it up. That yeah, was dude. Great. That was awesome. Um, fuck that guy. The beginning of the season where like Walt's sitting there, he's like thinking about stuff to clean up, and he's like, oh yeah, and he grabs the plant. Which one? Like right at the very beginning, of the, I think that was the first episode where like it's Walt cleaning up the bomb shit in in the house that they used to blow up. Uh, Sa- not Sa- Sa- Salamanca is that his name? Uh, Mister Ding Ding. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. They, he picked up all the oh, bomb shit right, and then right. he like went back and got the plant and like you know hit all that stuff. Right. Um. God, you know you know what else has been really great this season? Like in, in the little time he's had on screen is uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, Saul. God, I love I love the Saul Goodman character so much. You heard the, the rumor floating that there might be a Saul Goodman spinoff. Oh come on, no, really? that'd be too much. Yeah, that would be wonderful though. I would love it. God, that, that, you know, get Saul Goodman in. Uh, what, what's his <laughs> name? What's what's the big black dude's name? Oh, uh, I don't remember. He, not Hugo. Um, Huel. Yeah, that funny Huel. S- skull. The, like, like a cranio. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. The one is like wheezing when Mike is sitting <laughs> in the lobby. The, the best thing is when they, when they introduce that character, when Jesse Pinkman says, you don't want a criminal lawyer, you want a criminal lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. And then after he won't take the bribe and then Walt comes back to the car, Jesse Pinkman's like, that guy wouldn't take a bribe. That guy right there. It's <laughs> like, so what'd you do to him? <laughs> Did you ever did uh, did you ever see Bob Odenkirk on uh, Live Fruit Girls? No, it's one of the people that got to interview, and it's really? pretty damn funny. Dude. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. I'll watch that, dude. I, I would, God, I would love to sit down with like one of the writers of the show and just be like, I, I love you, like, like give him a hug and be like, let's talk for hours and hours about these characters. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I mean, even moments that, like on paper would seem like they would be f- completely lousy. They do a good job and they turn out well, like the whole "Say My Name" bit. Oh I think, God! I think it's 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 a testament to the performances. Yeah, like definitely. the people are so powerful. Yeah, like Brian Cranston saying "Say My Name." Yeah, he goes, "I don't know, you don't know who you are." He goes, "Yeah, you do." He yeah, goes, I'm the man right. who killed Gus Fring. Yeah, like if you read that, you're like, "Oh, yeah, oh, yeah." Say my on. name. Yeah, and he goes, "You're Heisenberg." He goes, "You're goddamn right, <laughs> I am." Like, oh, they go to the credits. Yeah, I'm like holy shit. That was man. So, yeah, some of the some of the uh, the the cold opens on this show this season have been fucking awesome. That one was awesome. I love the car one. Like it was so over Which the car one? the car one where he gets where he gets the cars for himself and, and oh, Walt God. Jr. Where that song's playing the dubstep the bonfire yeah, song. Yeah. Like it's so just like goofy and over the top, but it's like he's losing his shit, man. He's losing he's his losing shit. It, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like oh goddamn. He sell he sells the Aztec, which he's had around since season one, right? I yeah, think. No, yeah. Yeah, I love that when the guy's looking at it, he's like, yeah, there's that deer stuff on the front or whatever you hit. And it's like, no, that's a drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was skin from a drug dealer. He sells it for him, Tim for what, like 10 bucks or 20 bucks 50, or something? 50. 50. I think he asked for 100, and he's like, uh-huh. He's like, how about 50? And he's like, okay, sure. And so that was sort of, and that's where he found the hat. And like that's where Heisenberg was living in that in that Aztec. Mm-hmm. He was living there the whole time. Who knew? Let's see if I can play this so we can hear it. All right. The man who killed Gus Fring. Bullshit. Cartel got Fring. Sure. That's right. <laughs> now, say my name. Goddamn right. <laughs> I love that, dude. God, I love that moment God so much. Goddamn right. God. It's awesome. Yeah. No, th- this season has, God, like, I, I, I almost can't imagine a scenario where we're going to be let down by the end well, of this show. I, the, 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 the great, I mean, it's and, hard and to imagine. Yeah. There's not much room for growth left. Like, we've watched him kill and work his way up from, like, the lowest street level to now an international supplying meth around the world operation. You know... If I were Lydia, I would not try to get into business with this guy. No. He's killed every other business partner he's tried to use as a distributor. I yeah. will say this. that the, As far as the pacing of the show over a long period of time, it did seem like he went – like the, the episode early on when he shaved his head, when he went in and blew that place up with the nitroglycerin that he yeah. made or whatever. Yeah. Or the, the, yeah. Like that arc in that episode was a huge arc, and it almost kind of left him no place to go. Then they had to dial him back down a little bit, and the way they did that was by introducing Gus Fring, somebody who was worse. But now we kind of back around to being the badass, yeah. You know, back to being mm-hmm. Heisenberg now. Well, and then then at the end of this episode, they toned him back down. I mean, they burned through three months in the final part of that episode. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's like they, he's like, all right, he kind of hit it. He's he's sort of reached his goals. It seems like he's all right. I'm you know, 
he he misses his kids, honestly. I mean, the, and when it comes down to it, this this whole show was him trying to make money for his kids to make sure they were going to be okay when he was gone, or no, his but, kid. But then it became the Empire building. Yeah, then it became the Empire thing. Then it became all about Grey Matter and fuck Grey Matter because they took my shit. And, that, and that's what it all came down to. That's what, I mean, that whole conversation he had with Jesse was all about Grey Matter and, like, mm-hmm. how... You know he missed that. He you know he sold his his stake at five thousand and went on to make billions. Yep. And like he doesn't want that to happen in his life. And I think I don't I don't know. I think at this point he like he did that. He's seen himself accomplish that goal and he's you know done with it. Like well I mean like I could live off fifty million dollars the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah you could. Who couldn't live off fifty <laughs> million? Pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to go too long. So okay. I don't know if there's anything else y'all want to hit or if you're uh, thinking about wrapping God, up. Here. I just I. I, 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 like we just talked for half an hour about yeah. Breaking Bad. And it feels like it was a five minute. Yeah. Discussion. So in summary, Breaking Bad, I would not recommend. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. In summary, Breaking Bad is going to win all the podcast awards this year. Um, if uh, if if somehow by some odd chance of miracle anyone involved with this show is listening to this, thank you so much no, for don't, four and a half seasons of this. Um, yeah. Come on, come yeah, on, too much. That's not too much. Come on, just email me for a headshot, uh, <laughs> a demo reel. No, no. What's anyway, she, I'm a huge. Sh- Shane, who's, 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 you who's, who's, yeah, who's, who's your favorite ancillary minor character in the show? Because mine is hands down Skinny Pete. Anytime <laughs> Skinny Pete's on screen, I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Skinny Pete and Badger, come on, they're they're great. Um. Fuck, dude. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, the twins were so awesome. Salamanca's great. Yeah, Mr. Ding Ding, he's yeah. also great. Senor Ding Ding. Senor yeah. Ding Ding. <laughs> yeah, he's hard not to like. But those twins, man, that fucking, like, when that guy's crawling in the, and like, with this bloody stump dragging across the ground, is like, pure yeah. evil. Gus Fring was only in the uh, the whole series for, like, one season. It was That's one and it. a half. Was he in the half, season and a half? Yeah, he was in the half season before. Man. Because, remember, he was negotiating to stop the twins. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then the next season's about they're working together and they fall apart. He's so amazing. This is the the quintessential Gus Fring scene to me is when he goes to vomit up the poison in the drug cartel's bathroom, and he's so proper, like puts a towel on the ground, yeah. and kneels on the towel, and he puts his glasses aside, and he's like, "Barf." But even know? even Mike, I mean, Mike was only in you know the seven episodes of this season and like half of last season. Yeah, yeah. God, Mike is such a fucking awesome no, character. He was also too. in that season with the twins because he's the one who has the surveillance in Walt's house and knows That's that right. the twins are coming. That's right. So if he goes back even further, before you knew he was working directly for Fring, you thought he was working for Saul Goodman. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard to figure out, like, the even remember, like, the early villains of the series yeah. after before Fring. Yeah. That's know? why I'm, I'm rewatching it, honestly. Yeah. That's how I know that for a fact, because I just got through that not that long ago. Yeah, like, Kyle, like, Tuco, that was such a great character. I was like, wow, this guy's pretty cool. And then he goes fucking crazy. It's like, oh, shit. Anyway. Yeah. I still remember that moment when they were going to kill Tuco with the rice, and, and Jesse just opens his fucking mouth and yeah. ruins it. You know, yeah. he says, Put my special ingredient with chili powder. Yeah, chili pea. Chili yeah. pea. God. Oh my god, so stupid. Okay. You, you want to reach in the screen and choke? Jesse? Anyway, so seriously, great show. Can't wait for next next summer. Um, what was I gonna say? When you, when, before you started your thank you to the people who watched. It's it. fucking awesome. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say something, but I'll, I'll come up. All right. With also, thank you. We should say thank you to the Breaking Bad subreddit because I know I spent a fuckload of time on there. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I get I, tons I, of I information. Thank you, Sam. If you want to thank anybody, guys. I want to thank uh, my wife for uh, letting me get the big TV so I can watch it. I Baby, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> want to thank. We AMC. did this together. We got through the season. No, like when we say we're on Reddit, that's what we're talking about. It's the Breaking Bad subreddit. Yeah, so. Oh, oh, here's what here's what I want to clarify. Because I get people always on Twitter say, "Hey, thanks for recommending Breaking Bad." Bernie, if it wasn't for you to watch the show, I didn't recommend the show. Who was who was the person in the podcast? I, we both did independently. I brought it up. I think I brought it up first, and then you watched it on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't think I ever convinced you to watch it. I, I don't think I convinced you to do anything. So no. I think you just watched it on your own. But I've been watching it since day one. So yeah, I think I started in season. 
At the end of season two. Yeah. I, I heard about this show where a chemistry teacher becomes a, a meth dealer. I was like, this sounds cool. I take no credit for discovering the show. I was told the show by you guys. Anyway, okay. so. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you, audience.